Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, what's up? Episode 547. Uh, we appreciate you listening and supporting us. Uh, I just want to do a quick reminder to you know give a like or a share or a rating wherever you're listening. Uh, we appreciate that, of course. Uh, this podcast was a ton of fun. Um, I'm excited for you guys to hear it. We also are going to have it on video. Um, it's nothing. Our video podcasts aren't anything fancy. I just kind of, we don't get as much traffic, so I just kind of slap them together. But if you want to watch that, that'll be up on YouTube as well. If you're listening to this, it's that's pr- probably already up. Uh, great guys. They flew in. You'll hear the whole deal. Um, so they've been a very hot topic of conversation in our industry. Um course, just me, Kurt, here doing the intro right now. Uh, I want to apologize. We've been busy. Um, tags are getting filled. Eric's frantically trying to fill that buck tag so he doesn't have to eat this chip. But uh, veteran shout-outs have been few and far between because Doug has been hunting, and Doug handles all that stuff. So if you submit a veteran shout-out, it will go to Doug. He gets in his email, and then he tries to get to him in order. Um, I think sometimes we get a good like year's worth buildup, um, and sometimes we end up getting caught up on them. So uh, that's a question for Doug where we're at on all that. A uh, couple things. To announce, um, first of all, we're also really busy. We just purchased another building uh, right by our existing studio that we're working on to basically expand for our store, our store and merch and stuff like that. You guys have been awesome in supporting us there at workingclassbowhunter.com and buying our merch, all our new goodies. I know Eric has a ton planned for you guys, and uh, really, like we're making a lot of stuff for selfish reasons. I think we're going to make like toddler type tees and stuff like that. And Eric's getting more hoodies. We're going to do more with these American made hoodies. They're badass. So if uh, you've seen them or you already ordered one, we're gonna have some more options for you. Uh, the next announcement, we are doing the South Africa hunting clinic, January 7th, 2023, uh, the hitching post in West point, Iowa. We have an event on our Facebook page. If you go to the Facebook page, you'll see the event. Um, if you're interested in going to Africa or you're not even sure if you'd like to go to Africa, this would be something that'll help you. Um, if you want to go make it a reality, uh, Stuart from Pringle Safaris is putting together special hunt pricing. Uh, and we're going to run you through everything you need to know, uh, about going to Africa from, from booking your flight to getting taxidermy back and everything in between. So we're going to have, there's gonna be beer there. We're going to have some like snacks, finger food, that type of stuff. Admission is free. 
Um, we're basically just want to share our passion of like going to Africa to hunt. It was amazing. And if you've ever wanted to go, we want you to come out and join us and have some fun. So that's January 7th in West Point, Iowa. Um, that's old, our uh, Pringle Safaris is putting that on. Stuart's an awesome guy. Uh, we got a podcast coming in soon. And uh, so write in your questions. I'll probably make a post if you guys have more questions for Stuart, if you can't make the clinic. Um, and of course, that's presented by Old Barn Taxidermy and Working Class Bowhunter. Um, so I hope to see you there. Uh, the third thing is we are working on a transition to go on to the Waypoint Network. So Waypoint's doing some great things with a lot of great podcasts. Um, our, our boy Aaron Blisey has moved over to Waypoint. He's been over there for, I think, about a year, maybe maybe not quite that long. Um, but we're going, we're working on going over there as well. Um, that what changes for you is really nothing. Um, if you go to Waypoint, you'll be able to find us there here in the next two weeks or so. Um, and you might hear like two automated ads in the beginning, and you could hear two automated ads in the middle of our show. Um, that's something I've never really been that excited about doing, but I think Waypoint does it right, and it kind of gets us a way to. Um, keep operating the way we're operating and keep growing the way we're growing. That's, you know, that's the whole purpose of sponsors and running ad space. Of course, you skip them if you don't want to listen to them. We get that too. But also, you got to understand where we're coming from. We're trying to get Eric full time in here so we can really buckle down and accomplish a lot more of uh, what we want to do. We also have a lot, uh, we have some big stuff coming. Um, I'll say, I'll tease this. For you guys that I've seen some questions in our group about, hey, what other podcasts are there? We got some. We got some podcasts coming for you, um, and I think, I think the content is going to be awesome. I'm I'm really excited for it. That's all I'm going to give away for now. That'll be announced here, I imagine, in the next week or two weeks. So some exciting stuff. We're busy. Um, we're excited for the future, and most of all, we're just thankful for your support. And we are very thankful for our partners. Um, a lot of this stuff is not possible without great partners and our partners. I, I can say with confidence, someone from each partner is a great friend of ours. And that's why the partnerships are what they are. Um, loophole optics, big time. Um, man, there, there's some exciting stuff coming from a lot of our partners, man, coming like getting in the first of the year, but I'm going to just save you guys the burnout and get through these ads um, and just, you know, thank our partners. And we hope you support them. Go to workingclassbowhunter.com forward slash WCB partners. All the discount codes and everything they offer is on there. Uh, Loophole Optics, Big Time, Huntworth, Scent Crusher, Spy Point, Old Barn Taxidermy, Camo Fire, Novix Tree Stands, Grizzly Coolers and Box Blinds, Thermoseat, Victory Archery, Trophy Line, just a flat-out complete mobile hunting company, um, Dialed Archery, Black Ovis, and uh, Pull Back and Let Go. Um, so we really appreciate all those partners, and we should appreciate you supporting them. Um, sorry I'm getting long-winded, but uh, there's a lot of stuff coming. We're going to break it all down, um, and we're just trying to be as transparent as possible because we respect your guys' support and uh, it, you know respecting us for what we do. I'm done rambling. Enjoy the episode, guys. I'm Chase Ralston with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. 
Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Working Class Bowhunter. Working Class Bowhunter. Working Class Bowhunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bowhunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bowhunter. It's really, really not that good. Well, let's just roll with it because we're rolling with it right now. So I like this. Uh, Working class bow hunter, drone deer recovery in the house. Um, Kurt Guy here. We need to do this round table. Doug Schmidt. Austin Chandler. Our guest of the hour is Mike Yoder. Thanks from for being drone deer recovery. Thanks yeah, not being. a problem. Thanks for uh, reaching out to me. You actually rode a drone to the studio. Uh, you could almost say it was because it was on autopilot most of the way. Here. It's incredible. <laughs> you flew a plane here. Yep. It's that good. Thanks for being here in studio. Yeah. Uh, you've done a lot of podcasts. I and, have been doing a lot of podcasts. Yeah, and you know, I'll be honest with you. I saw you just did one with our, our buddy Aaron Blasey over at the Fall Podcast. Check yep. his podcast out. Great dude. I was like, oh, man, like... I'm, so I, I want to gap it out a little bit, but typically you're you're a really cool guy. Typically, if someone's doing the circuit, I try not to do the circuit with them at the same time because I just want to do different stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. but you're such a big deal right now. It seems like it. Yeah. We got to have you here. Up. Hey, I appreciate it. Yeah. We needed you here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is this the first one you've done in studio? First one in studio. Oh, awesome. there we go. Okay, we'll take that. Suck it, other That's podcast. <laughs> That's a W in our book. Yeah. That is a W. We'll take. We'll probably do a way poor job at interviewing you. <laughs> and you got all the way here. But, yeah, I don't know. But I, we're, we're just talking, man. We're gonna. We did reach out to our Patreon members, and there's a few questions from Patreon listeners um, that we'll get to. Um, Okay, and I'm I'm just going to tell you that there's probably going to be some questions that you guys are going to ask me that I'm going to dance around. That's uh, fine. Because we're working on an academy right now that's going to teach people um, okay. how to do this. So Awesome. And and that's completely fine. I get that. Okay. So let's dive into it, man. Yeah, let's do it. How in the hell did you get into something like this? How, uh, how do you, how do you, I mean, I think guys have thought about it. Yeah. But how do you get into it? Like what? How'd it come about? Uh, are we going all the way back for, like... What, let's go wherever you need to take us, uh, man. From the beginning, <laughs> yeah. let's go. Okay, from the beginning. When were you born? Yep, I, I was born as an Amish boy, right? Okay. I used to go to school with a little pony and cart. Never thought... And, for real? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know to take that serious or not. Okay, that's what I asked. Okay. okay. So this is yep. a re- that was a real story. Yeah, my whole family's Amish. Okay, yep. okay. Yep, so... um. Wow. Now I'm, I'm loved RCs back when I was an Amish boy, mm-hmm. uh, flew little airplanes, but never thought that I would uh, be able to get into aviation myself. Got my pilot's license, flew across the country a couple times. And one day I was sitting in a kitchen with my um, friend and he's talking about hiring a thermal drone to do roof inspections. And I was like, well, I thought about getting a thermal drone to uh, look for deer. He's like, well, I think you should do it. Then I started getting on YouTube and, like, searching it. And I found a guy in Wisconsin doing it. And you guys can check him out. Marshfield Drones is his name. Nick. He's been doing it for three years. And I reached out to him, see if he could help me. And, yeah. So I bought a cheaper drone, 7500 bucks. I was like... I don't want to go all in. Real if, cheap, yeah. Yeah. If, if the uh, community isn't going to support it. 
Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I made a short little video of me finding deer on my land and took it to the Mount Hope Outdoor Show. And Big fan. It, oh, dude, it was nuts. Like, I literally ran out of literature. I called my wife. I was like, really? go to Staples. Get more business cards. Go to Kinko's. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, and, no kidding. That. Oh, dude, it was that wild. Yep. Ran out. Had two cards left. Wife showed up with more. Then I was I was good to go. But that told me that there's going to be support in this. And then I went all out. Yeah. But before I launched, I was like, I got to build a brand on this. Because nobody else has done it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. thankfully, Drone Deer Recovery is what it is now because nobody else had thought about it. Oh, man, that's cool. So how long ago, like, did you reach out to the other guy from Wisconsin that had his, uh, did he have a business around it or like, no, he he, he did as a hobby. Yeah. As a hobby, kind of like, um, well, he, he does, he builds drones or he built drones back in old days before Mm -hmm. there was ever the drones that are now. And then he does, uh, real estate stuff and, just a bunch of different things with his drone. He you. started pushing, finding more deer, like that side of the business, yeah. as he seen that it was growing. But he he didn't build it in a brand specifically in that niche. I got you. It's very cool. That's yeah, very is. smart of you and creative of you yeah. to kind of like market it in a way. Because in the last couple of years, I mean, we've seen this just with our podcast listeners, like deer tracking with dogs has become like, this insanely huge topic of conversation on podcasts and videos and all that. Well, so, you see it a lot in the hunting community too, where they'll take something that's used over here, but can also be used in the hunting industry and they just bring it over, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, first question as we go in now, what I want to do is as we think of questions organically and as you're talking, <laughs> I want to just dive into them without really any direction. I think that's the best way to like have fun with this and yep. learn about it and, and just, going off the top is this legal everywhere uh i i can't speak for any other states other than ohio okay um i i will be working with my team to um lot you know dive into the legality of each state because obviously this thing blew up and now i got people all across the country wanting to do yeah. this or is it legal in my state and i just can't say that it is uh i Could- because you don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But I also will tell you that you can't just Google it and be like, "Yep, it says I can't do it." No, no, that ain't necessarily. A lot true. of gray areas yeah. here and there. Yeah, yeah you mm. would think. Yeah, I guess I don't know. That's weird. Regulating wildlife, and I'm sure there's some like harassment issues for deer that I don't, I don't know. You, it'd be it'd be interesting for Iowa because they just passed where you <clears throat> could track with dogs like last year or year before. Yeah. I I I. Yeah, I also can I mean there's some states that I know that it's that it is legal. But. That's interesting. Yeah, that's I mean that's the first thing when I see it I'm like, I wonder if that's legal everywhere. I I mean obviously you're doing it and you're showing videos of it and you you're not in jail. So it's legal in Ohio. So that that's the thing. It's like there's some big guys watching me too and uh they made the connection right away with DNR cuz they're like, well this isn't legal. Well, Trust me, I built a relationship with the DNR before I ever did this because yeah. I was like, "You got to cover your bases." Yeah, you guys are gonna get you know calls. And my attorney said and told me he's like, "Mike, make sure that they know that you're doing this." And we built a relationship from the start before I ever even found one deer and made money on it. Yeah, and so yeah, they're they're totally cool with me. 
um, doing what I'm doing. But it's like anything else. What is good can also be used for bad, and I just don't want it going in the, direction, the wrong direction. Yeah, because there's going to be people that either already do abuse the technology of drones for deer hunting. There's guys out there that are abusing it somewhere. Yep. Um, but I can see that you have to make sure extra <laughs> careful with it doesn't go into the dark side yeah. of that, you know, but which is For unfortunate sure. that you even have to fucking worry about it. Yeah. But people will cut corners if you give them a chance to cut corners. Oh, yeah. Dude, and if you're talking big deer, too. People like, get weird when you talk big deer, man. They get weird so fast. It's just wild. Ooh, there's a t-shirt idea there somewhere. People get weird when you talk big deer because, I mean, yep. imagine the amount of relationships and family disputes and Dude, neighbor disputes. I just and, looked for one, okay? so Let's talk about it. Yeah. This guy, they're they're Amish people. Mm -hmm. A guy comes from New York, goes to Southern Ohio. They bought a hunt. Maybe this is too personal. Maybe I'm not allowed to share it. You've been pretty vague so far. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think about Amish it because guys hunting don't know yeah. them. Okay, um, so know. they bought they bought a hunt uh, for like a fundraiser, and now that they're the one family is from New York, the other is from Southern Ohio. He, he comes from New York down. They end up shooting a buck hitting him not a good hit have me come out located now the family that sold the hunt is like oh boy this is the biggest buck we have ever had in this area now they want to shoot the buck oh boy because the original shooter the buck is alive when you find it correct but it's injured so now they come up with um so i leave and then they're <laughs> trying to they're trying to figure out you know, can they make a move on this deer again? Because it's obviously injured and they're wanting to dispatch it. Well, what happens is they put two guys out there and they end up putting another two arrows in them. And the other arrow was from the family that didn't originally like buy the hunt. Mm -hmm. The deer is still not dead to this day, but it was a dispute. What? Like three arrows in it. Yeah. Three arrows through it. Wow. Um, and they were trying to figure out whose deer mm. it is now because of the size. If it would have been a small eight pointer, they wouldn't have cared. Yeah, no big deal. No one but, gave a shit. Yep. But now they're like, whose deer is it? How big a deer are we talking to make people this weird? Uh, 160. Not that big a deer for that type of drama. Yeah. Big deer. Yeah. Big deer. But not, I'm not, like, I'm thinking 210. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. for our area, 210 is huge. But for that area, 160s might be unheard Yeah, down of. there. Yep. Yeah, 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 that's a good point. Yeah, that, they said this is the biggest deer that they've seen in their area. Wow. Mm. Yep. Now, mm. where I'm from, a 160 is not that big. It's big, well, but not and yeah. not to ruin relationships yeah. Yeah, yeah. and disputes yeah. and have fistfights no. over. Yeah, yep. right, right. <laughs> it, it, Interesting. Yeah, there's some crazy stories already that I've. Okay, so let's just dive into it because all right, yeah, drone. You say I, I'm going to get a cheaper drone, seventy five hundred bucks. You go get a cheap one, real cheap, like probably just really, really cheap, right? Like, well, that's what everybody wants to do right now because they <laughs> they're even messaging me with these names of these cheaper drones, and I'm like, dude. You're gonna you're gonna waste your money if you're gonna try to do this as a business. We've all it. been there trying to buy cheap shit, and then you just said, oh, "Hey, yeah. this is a piece of shit." Yep. And then you go buy buy the expensive yep. one. Buy once, yep. cry once. That yep. little thing. That's right. yep. So, I mean, what you don't have to say brand names and stuff because I know you're gonna put that information out. But like, what what's a good drone cost? Uh, just the drone package itself is like twenty one thousand. Wow. Yep. So. What is like? What's the capabilities of a drone that cost twenty one thousand dollars? Like, how high are you flying? Well, it's regulated on how high you can fly. Okay, but I mean, <laughs> uh, I can. Right, nice. Yeah, 
<laughs> how high can it fly versus how yeah. high you can fly? Yeah. Like legally. Yeah. How how high legally can you fly where Four, you're at? Four hundred feet above the ground. Oh really? Yes. And and that's anywhere. Like you're not supposed to take a drone above four hundred feet AGL. Uh now if you're inspecting a tower, let's say the tower is six hundred feet tall, mm-hmm. you're allowed to be seven hundred feet. You're allowed to be a hundred feet above, above that, that object. That object. I thought I, I saw a tower. That's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> the closest tower is twenty miles away. Pal. I was trying to see it. I see some blinking lights. Okay, I didn't know. I that. was inspecting. <laughs> so, how hard are these things to fly? Because I feel like you'd be like, yeah, I'll spend twenty-one grand and wreck this motherfucker. Watch mm-hmm. this. That's how I feel. Oh, you'll definitely wreck it if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Um It the at night and and a lot of our searches are done at night. Uh, the anti-collision sensors don't work so oh really yeah describe what what is an anti-collision sensor like how's that all work oh it's got cameras all around it and it's just like a camera like kevin's holding right now it -hmm. it sees uh trees and stuff and if it gets too close it'll like stop it it, yeah it'll literally stop the drone from wrecking in it yeah watch out for them power lines you know so okay that's good and and i know some drones won't let you like land in water and stuff like that like they have like sensors that won't let that happen. Yeah, is that a? Con- I, I, I don't. I don't. I've never heard that. Oh, maybe I'm bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey, where'd you come up with that one? Jordan Genius. told me that won't let it land in like trees or water. There's like a sensor on it. Have oh. you ever heard of that? Nope. No. Nope. Oh well, maybe he, 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 he flies drones too so. in the dark. Do you just hope for the best? No, no. Uh, thermal. I, oh, that's uh, when people are watching me. They're like, "How how are you not recommending trees?" And I'm like, "Well, I see the trees in thermal, mm-hmm. but it's it's an image that we aren't used to seeing." Until you like educate yourself, it's like re- it's seeing. like reading a topo map. Like you, you don't know it until you get used to yep. looking at one yep. and studying it a little yep. bit. You got so, it. so break down like how you're navigating it. Like what's that like? What are you looking at? Like just break the whole process down. What, what how to navigate it? Well, I I start by looking at an actual aerial map, which also transfers over to my remote. And, oh, okay. And then they kind of point me at, in the direction that they last seen the deer or tracked the deer. And I take the drone off and watch it in that direction, of course. And then also um, I can go to my map. I switch back and forth. A lot of stuff actually going on now that I think about it. I'm, I'm going <laughs> I'm going maps. I'm going thermal. I'm going wide. I'm going tight. I'm going FPV. Like all this stuff. I'm, I'm bouncing back and forth on cameras all on one remote, like doing it real fast. Remote like has a screen on it, and that's what you're bouncing back and forth through all this stuff on. Correct. Yeah. So – Every finger almost has a button that I'm I'm pushing, like to bounce back and forth on these things, right, Kevin? Make sure to check us check out the videos on YouTube of us doing it. But yeah, so I I start going in that direction. Mm-hmm. You should and, pull one up, play it on silent while we're in here, so we can kind of get yeah. an idea. Yeah, I can. Uh, where's that remote? <clears throat> um, and then wh- I get out there. Pretty much, I I kind of go and search in the areas that they're telling me to look. Obviously, I'm flying the drone on thermal to make sure I'm not wrecking into trees, power lines, and that type of thing. And then I'm checking on my map, uh, going and seeing, am I still in the area that you wanted me to be in? And then uh, I look in general areas that they want me to look. And then after that, I just start doing grid searching. Grid I search. literally take the drone up, you know, fly over, come back down. Like So, you, like, you go north south yep. for so yep. far go over what like 20 feet and yep. come back yeah f- farther than 20 feet because one of my swath at 400 feet i'm covering approximately 100 to 
125 yards across. I can see that much. Pretty, oh. much, pretty much a football field. Oh, yeah. If okay, you're, if so you're 400 feet up. You're, yep. you're covering that much ground. I might have missed it in the middle of trying to get the TV pulled up. But you're, you can see in that view range, if a deer's there in the dark or in the daylight, you can see them. Are you, are you okay. have to zoom in to get them or... Uh, on thermal, I, I can see if the deer is there in the dark. Now, if you t- start talking daylight, people are like in the sun. I can't do it in the sun. I, I can do it in the sun, but it's not as effective. I got you. Um, but most of my searches are done at night. But yes, if, if I'm flying across a wooded area right now and I'm looking down and I'm scanning with my eyes, it just takes me a second to know if that's a deer or not. I mean, it lights up that, like a Christmas tree probably. Well, yeah, but that that's because I know what I'm looking at. Yeah, like right. if you look at it. You're going to start looking at rocks and rabbits and that type of stuff where I don't look at that anymore. I, I know what I'm looking for. And you, as the hunter, have to trust me that I know what I'm looking at. Cause don't often, guide the guy. What's that? Often, What's that? Oftentimes, and, and I'll do it. I'll tell them it's nothing, but here I'll show you what it is. And then and then they look at it, and I'm like, yeah, we just wasted time. So right here on the, t- on the screen, this is going up. Oh. Yeah. Okay, hey. so this is a buck that we... Uh, we hey, found zoom in on that bird. This one, uh, this one is still alive. Look at that remote. But, oh, wow, that is yeah. a controller right there. Okay, not yeah, what I expected. I think there's like uh, six, seven. There's ten different buttons I can have. Oh uh, shit! So, but this was early morning, so I knew it's going to be a clear day. So I told this hunter I have to meet him. Um, I have to meet him first light. So I wanted to start the search one hour before sunrise, and we started the search, and I found the deer just as the sun was coming up. You could see where people would abuse this. I mean, oh. looking at that footage, oh, like yeah. you can yeah. see that. You can see that deer's tines. You can count. You can see what he oh, is. Yeah. You could score him. I so mean, how far is your drone from this deer right now? Uh, up in the air, three eighty. Yeah, he, he's about three hundred and fifty feet. Had no kidding? idea. No idea you're there. Hundred percent. Yep. yep. Wow. Yeah. Are you see the, in, the injury Whoa. right there? Yeah, the injury is right oh, on the right low right shoulder. Right yeah. Oh my gosh, you can see the yeah. injury from three. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. That's wild. I'm glad I didn't watch all this before because this interview would have been so bland. I'm like, oh yeah, I yeah. knew all this yeah. already. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! And, and that's another thing. People want to go cheap on these seventy five hundred dollar, eight thousand dollar drones. I see what you're, you mean by cheap now. You're not going to see that detail like, no, that I'm no, going to show no, you here. No. Here's a buck. This was this. Uh, okay, so, this is blowing my fucking mind, dude. This is badass. So that's thermal in the daylight. Yes, this is thermal in the daylight, and these trees have already heated up. But this guy wanted me to come get it or find it because it was a, a gut-hit deer, and he assumed that it wasn't far. him? Yep. Right there. So those were two bucks there. Oh. Um, but, yeah, he's right there. We can get into, like, well, what's ethical about, you know, <laughs> now I find the deer, so and should you go shoot it? This right. was sad, dude. Like, since I've had a child watching something that legendary pain oh, yeah. yeah laying down and he's like i don't want to die but i don't feel good Ooh, yeah and that's so true for me to watch that oh. be like oh my gosh yeah it, it was just that's brutal it is it is a little brutal yep i cannot believe how yeah, people good see the that picture part. is yeah yeah that is mind-blowing man i'm telling you you could literally score I, your deer i up. was kind of low-key making fun of when you were like yeah seventy five hundred dollar eight thousand dollar drone is cheap i get it now 
Yeah. Like right there, that just shows you. Yeah, yeah. Like that was impressive. Yeah. I don't know. Make sure that. you watch that ad. Yeah, I was gonna say I should probably <laughs> let the ads play through. Yeah, we we got time. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know yeah. well, no, you get paid. Yeah. I know you could zoom in on the wound and everything. Yeah, that's it, yeah. that's what's wild about it. Wow. Like now we can analyze shots, and it's like it's the wildest thing when you hear a hunter say, "Well, I I think I hit him back in the gut, and then I find him, and it shot through the neck." Like, what are we going? What do you got going on here, uh, dude? It happens more than you would think. True. Like, we've all been there where you're like, People get, I don't know what happened. They get amped up. and Yeah, yeah. It's just you get so into it, yeah. the adrenaline, and then quick. Yeah. Stuff oh, yeah. Happens. How many times have you walked up on a deer and the shot's not where you thought it was? Yep. It's 10 inches off. Well, it how many times? Time. I will say this year, I don't know what it's been about this year, but there's been more deer wounded <laughs> mm-hmm. from people that I personally know than any other year. 100%. And, and a lot of it has been... This is probably, I, I don't know, I, I'd hate to even count really how many wounded deer there have been and not recovered, but a majority of them have been like, I smoked them, I don't know what happened. And my response is like, man, you might think you smoked yep. them, but yep. if you would have smoked them, you would have yeah. found them. Yeah. 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 And it, I, it's, that's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. 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 And it's so, something that so people you, don't want to hear. Yeah. It, it's just tough love. So, so you guys had uh, Grizzly Stick. In here with uh, Jared. Yep. Do you remember what he had talked about, the study that was done in Wisconsin, about how many deer are wounded and never found? Yeah, yeah. That is nuts. Yeah. That is why, that that is that why this is blowing up across the nation. Yeah. It's because there are actually that many deer that are wounded. Yeah. It's the stories that haven't been told, because if you hit a big buck, it's not like... Walking over to you, yeah, I hit a big buck back in the guts or whatever. It's, it's not Marathon wanting them. to... It's not wanting to be talked about. It's yeah, not but, fun to talk about. Yeah. Yep. This is, you know, the, the I think this is why like our do, our dog deer tracking episode we did did really well, and I think this is going to do really well also because of the topic of conversation. But like, what's one big trend you're seeing with wounded deer that kind of is like a pattern of them all? Like, is it hunters thinking they hit them good and they didn't, or is there something else that we're missing that you've kind of been taking notes on? Then more and more you do them. Um. I would say that the the pattern that I'm seeing is people just honestly don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, they think. In the I, moment, I, too well, I, I smoked him. Well, I get that so much. It's like, no, you didn't. You wouldn't be calling yeah, me. Yeah, except the fact that you didn't. I wouldn't yeah. be here. Yeah. 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 But, you know, I got to be nice, too, because I'm a service. They're paying me. Yeah, so I, I can't right. be like. Can't be a dickhead. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not a life coach. <laughs> yeah. You right. gotta shoot better, bro. As soon as he pulls up, I smoked him. Yep. So, but, so but okay, so this hunter that we're watching right now, he was super like honest. He was like, Mike, I honestly don't know where I hit him. I'm like, okay. So yeah. we're gonna Ooh, big old deer. deer. Yep. Uh, yeah, that uh, uh, that deer was big. He's had history with that deer for was it three or four years? Three or four years, and he set up his property. So I used to always be a little bit of a skeptic. Like, can you actually keep deer on your property? Mm-hmm. And after seeing this dude's farm, oh yeah, like if you lay it out properly, the deer will stay there. Yeah. Um. And he was able to get this buck to lock into his property, and he shot him one morning early in a box blind. Mm-hmm. So it was dark inside. Not dark inside, but kind yeah, of... Yeah, low light at least. And uh, yeah, he shot early, and he just said that he couldn't see where his arrow hit. They found one piece of blood uh, on a uh, blade of grass, and 
he just didn't want to push the deer because he was like, Mike, if the deer is not hit good and I put my dog on him and he had a dog right there. You just seen it. Yeah. He's actually a dog tracker. Like that's what Oh, no does. kidding. But he's like, I'm not going to put my dog on him if I don't bump know him. where I hit him. Right. Because right. if I bump this five, six year old deer, he's going who knows where to have right, right? And so that's, he was like, get the drone out. Let's just locate him and figure out what we're going to do. Uh, dumb question here while we're watching this video. Do you have to put out the little helipad or I whatever you call it? Yeah, so you have to have a uh, – um, your landing zone has to be marked. Oh, okay. That, that way people know where this thing is coming down. Oh, okay. Yeah, if I, I, got I you. land on top of your head and – It's a safety deal. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I got you. Yep. I was going to ask the same thing. It's kind of like the safety cones on the side of the road, you know? Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that. Well, and th- there's more reasons for <laughs> that. It's like day. with these big, yeah, these big hel- or, yeah, helicopters, big, big drones, they're sucking up a lot of um, debris. So oh. if you're landing on gravel, it's going to suck up a little sand and it's going to start getting into your props and damage. Oh, I got you. Yeah. No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated by just watching this. No mm. wonder, like, this is... It's crazy how you Exploded can see the trees you. heating yeah. up. Yeah, so this he was wanting me to try to find this deer when it was uh, completely sunny out. I told him I'd try, but it's complete crap because you can see everything is so hot <laughs> that everything's the same color yeah, yeah. Right. all over. So I showed him some bucks, like that buck there. He's laying in there, and I was like, you know, I'll find your deer. I just need the thermals to be right. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so I asked him if he's okay with waiting until the sun goes down. I'll come back, and I'll find your buck. I was super, uh, I was nervous, but I was uh, confident. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, we came back and we found his buck. He was so, alive. And, well, oh, he's alive? Yeah. When a deer dies, say it's been 24 hours and... I'll find him. You'll find him? Yes. What's your, what's the... The latest one that I found right now, and here's here's the thing, I, I it wouldn't probably be right for me to go out and kill a deer and do an experiment on him. Let yeah, him right, right, right. So... Uh, the latest one right now is 33 hours and had plenty of thermals. Really? Yeah. 33 hours. Just actually, like... actually, I take that back. So I was looking for a deer the other day, and he's like, okay, I know where there's a buck dead. It's been dead for two weeks. See if you can find it. And he pointed at me in the right direction. Kind of knew where he's at. And I said, I was another pilot. I was teaching how to do this. I said, give me that remote, and I'm gonna, I'll find it. Started looking around, found the sucker. Had really? thermals, but it was not the thermals that you're used to seeing. And is it actual, it's not heat from the deer's body. Is it heat that the carcass, like, retained from the sun going up? Correct. And, okay. Yep. yep. So so if the sun is out today and then we get a big temperature swing to, like, when the sun sets, that's going to hold heat. Okay. And right. you're going to be. And then and there's also a reverse happening. As Okay, so the deer's alive, it dies, it, it'll hit neutral, and then it'll start going the other way as decomposition starts. You know, it'll start uh, creating its own heat with inside itself. It's like hmm. compost. Yes. Um, hmm. I want to... There's so much to this. I don't know who told me this. Somebody that had experience with thermals. Is Just it like you true? you can't land on water? You can't land on water. Apparently <laughs> fucking false. I'll have to talk to Jordan about that one. Um, or write that down. Um, if you're looking at like a, a south-facing slope... Watch watch the bagging a monster. See, so he hit that monster, and we found him, so he didn't push him because he he already had his brothers uh, lined up for the next morning. If we don't find the deer, he's going to create a whole line, and he's going to push his whole property out. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he would have pushed that 200 out because when we find him, he's out in the cornfield eating corn. Oh, oh He's yeah. like, dude, this saved, this saved me from... You know, pushing this deer out. So you came back later that night. Well, that's him right there, right? 
Yeah, so this is now 10 days later from oh. me originally um, finding him. This is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing while we're watching this, I wanted to ask, shed hunting, if you get a south-facing slope, will antlers retain heat? Like, can you go up with your drone and find I don't. Antlers? I have not tried that. Ooh. It's good. I, I hope that's real. I hope it's real. <laughs> well, when you, you should, look you through the thermal yeah. and a bug. Dude, you, you got so much money coming. No. No, the antler. Won't I mean, hold that it. one did that two hundred because he had enough mass. He he held oh, some. I, yeah. He held so, some heat up into his uh, but, side market. But in in the uh, velvet world, yes, you could see the antlers. Side market. If big antlers retain heat, if you can get it, I've already been asked that on social platforms. Oh man, yeah, that you would imagine. be wild. I never, Dude. I I didn't think of that, but hey, you should, can you, you imagine? Should test it. Yeah. Just that brown gold, baby. Just down there picking up 80-inch antlers. Your drone. You put a little claw grabber, like, in the arcade on your yeah. drone. <laughs> put a little winch on it so you can go down and grab the it. Claw. They actually, they the actually have mechanisms that you can drop from the drone, so just put a little winch on it. Oh, put a little winch on it with a little claw. And... Oh, gee. We're giving people ideas. Yeah, we need to. This is too fun. Oh, that one's still attached. Whoops. So, <laughs> hey, we already patented that. So don't worry about that. So, is, and maybe you don't know this. Maybe that's gray area. Maybe I shouldn't ask this. I don't know. But is there like a weird gray area with like looking for deer that are alive, like with no intention of finding a wounded buck? Like, is, is yeah, that I would say like that's the, a, I would say that's a gray area. Do everybody like lie to you and just be like, just for you to come out and see if they, the deer's there? I don't know. I almost questioned it yesterday. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, shit. Can you explain that a little um, bit and be vague? Uh, yeah, so he shot a buck. He's 99% sure he hit it. Doesn't have the arrow. No blood. No hair. Okay. Mm. Okay. And I start searching. <laughs> I find all kinds of bucks, but not his buck. It's like oh, like he's like you, oh, can I? Can, so are you? The, his whole property was searched. He was he knows where all the deer are, but we couldn't find his buck. He's looking also for the, no pictures of the buck that we were looking for. He's oh. looking for a particular buck. You were there, yeah. So like, was he like having you? Can you take screen grabs of what you're seeing? Obviously, because you have record, but so you can like take pictures of deer. Oh, I could, but I don't. Not I got for them. You. I got you. They're they're taking pictures with their phone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. He, he wasn't, was he? I don't know if he was taking pictures. Who knows? Nobody actually knows, probably. Yeah. God, this is so interesting. <laughs> this is no, very interesting. mind blowing. Mm-hmm. What's the craziest recovery you've ever done? Hmm. I'm trying to think. How, How many recoveries have you done? I'm not going to give that number. Okay. Because people can do the numbers, um, but I can tell you it's 50? wild. What's your recovery Thousand? success rate? Okay. So that's another one that's <laughs> hard to go on because I'll look for. Any deer that somebody wants okay, me to Okay, let me know. rephrase that question then. I'll ask you. The, I'll ask it the same way I asked Gary Blessing with Diesel's deer tracking dog. Out of a hundred calls that you take, including all variances, how many are you recovering? I I'll tell you how I'm going to answer this. Okay. Um, if the deer is dead within 400 to 700 yards from where you hit it, I'll find it. I like that. Very yeah. confident. Yep, I'm that damn confident, let me tell you. And how long have you been doing? How long? When did you start this? This season. This season. But I did a lot of research and a lot of uh, homework. Yeah. Were, you a, were you a big hunter before this? Um. Yeah, I hunted a lot. He was Amish. Yeah. <laughs> what do does all, that do, mean? Do, do, all, do all Amish people hunt? I don't know. Oh, oh my gosh. About... Do Amish people hunt? No, do all of them hunt? <laughs> oh, I would say 98% of them probably. Oh, okay. I, I, don't, I don't know, know anything I don't know. about Amish. Yeah. I have so many questions 
up for the Amish. And I when we were at Harrisburg for the PA uh-huh. show, one dude was like really cool. I'm like, dude, I got so many questions. He's like, oh, I bet you do. But never gave him the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this guy right here, uh, he grew up Amish. Um, he, he, looks he, Amish. He, he doesn't practice the Amish lifestyle anymore, but all his family, they're still Amish. Yep. Right now, I would say that uh, 95%, 94% of my clients are Amish. Really? Wow. Yep. Do you blow their minds when you bring out a drone? 100%. Everybody's blown. It's Even blown if I mind. don't find their What's gear. What's this UFO? So let me let me ask you this. I want to shoot it. I want to go back to the question. You said if if the deer is dead, you're you're finding it within 800 yards. So it's dead within 800 yards. If the deer is not dead but wounded, how many times are you getting an eye on it to figure out what's actually going on? Often, often, often. Um, like 50 percent of the time, yeah. if the deer's not dead. Yep. Uh, but there's also times that if I don't friggin' find the deer, he is alive. And he is completely moved off the area. If that is my, that if you hire me and I can't find your deer alive in, in a thousand yards, he is alive and he has passed that and he will be back in two to three weeks. Mm. And I have enough proof already that that is true because I tell everybody that hires me, stay in touch with me. I want to know is, did the deer die? Did you find him later? Or did he show back up on your camera? And I get more calls calling me, you wouldn't believe it, that deer's back already. It's like, yeah, I told you. He moved off the area, regrouped himself, and came back. A dude was like this. He's like, okay, if the deer lives there and he gets shot, let's say you get shot, would you go, okay, I'm going to go home right now if you got shot on your property? No, you probably scope it out from... A distance, make sure everything's legit, and then go back. I don't yeah, know. I'm yeah, I'm not going back to Hooters for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> shot Hooters. That's where Doug lives. Yeah, I mean, it makes I, sense. it's not always like that, yeah. but a, a lot, lot of times. But fifty percent of the deer that I find uh, are wounded and still alive. That is crazy. So these guys are just looking over your shoulder, pointing at the screen. Oh, how there much, he is, right there. Yep. How much time do you get that? And you're like. I need my space. Yep. Oh, I so in the beginning I was like, "This is no big deal," but now I'm like over it. And the other, the other comment, I'm putting this out there, folks. If you guys listen to this and you hire me, don't say, "Oh, you just need a gun on that thing." No, I'm (laughs) sick and tired of that. Like, let's respect this for what it is. Let's appreciate that the states are okay with us using it to recover game, yeah, and not use it for something bad. I'm so sick and tired of that stupid comment that. Well, it goes back to just an insane a couple wrong moves for guys in this business can shut the whole thing down for everybody. Yeah, like you're that. really pushing that envelope. Yep. We've talked a lot about like uh, cell cameras and technology and hunting. I mean, this yep. is really pushing the envelope. So you yeah. you definitely have to respect it, and I think that you do. So that's I mean, people like you behind the wheels. What we need to get yep. this thing going. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you were kind of uh, you know we're we're having fun and we're reckless, we're the hosts, right? But you are, you do take this seriously. You, you are very professional, and um, you're just cool enough to talk with a bunch of idiots about it. <laughs> so much appreciated there. But in person, in person, yeah, yeah. Um, you flew your drone on top of it to get yeah. here. They to, probably want to know what you're talking about. Flew my drone. You got a you, plane, man. You're okay. you're a freaking. I don't know, an Avenger or something. I don't know what you do. <laughs> what, what, you, what don't you do? Um, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I do a bunch. But yeah, like. I don't know. I just think you are going about it the right way. 
And I would really hate for somebody to ruin it for guys like I you agree. who want to do it the right I, way. I know. That's like, dude, this Does that is stress such a you good... Out? It, with how fast it's blowing up, I have a feeling that too many people are going to not have proper standards and mm-hmm. screw it up. Yeah. Do you think a lot of people are just going to buy the cheap few hundred dollar drones and just fly them all over the place and yep. then that'll cause the issue probably? Yep. yep. Those will be the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I really hope they don't, but it's like... What do you... I mean, what do you do? You yeah, almost right? need to get like... And maybe maybe this is where you forefront it. Maybe you've already thought about it. Like licensing together to actually fly for deer recovery. Yeah, yep, we're like working certified on it. We're working on it. Yeah, that's be the, probably the number one thing that needs to happen. Like, yep. quit. Yeah, yeah, and and we're going to be working with the state on doing it uh, as, as a state program as well. That way, they know that they come through this program and they are backing it as well. Right, and then they could probably keep track of like the data. Yeah, and 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 these drones are tracked now, so. Don't expect to go like if this becomes a thing that you have to be a certified drone deer recovery um, pilot, and you fly your drone. That drone can be tracked by the FAA. Like right. in twenty twenty three, all all drones have to have remote ID, which is just like the airplane does that I just flew here. Hmm. Interesting. Tells you exactly where the guy uh, took it off, where the guy is standing that's flying it, and how high he's getting. See, that's uh, how high that's good is. though. Nope. Wow, it's just so incredible. I the just the way you're able to find deer doing their thing, and the deer doesn't know that it's there. Because in my head, when I watch some of your TikToks and stuff like that, I'm like, I'm thinking that drone's like, like right yep. above the deer, yep. and you'd be like, oh shit, you get one of the cheap ones. That's what happens. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. True, and, and those cheap ones do scream. Like those things have small props, and they are humming. Like yep. you can hear those hum. Mine. I mean, if it's fighting wind, you'll hear it, but it's got big enough props that it's not needing to have high prop speed to keep it up there. So okay, I got you. You're not getting that high buzz. Mm, okay. It is. God, incredible. Yeah. That's wild. It's incredible. It is wild. And I say that a lot on our, our videos, like, folks, this is going to get wild because it is. It's like, this is, the. it's not the Wild West, but it's like the first thing. It is the Wild of, West. Of, yeah. You're kind of a pioneer in the Yeah. In it was crazy industry. on that. Last buck you just found, but like you just zoomed in on one buck, like nope, yep, keep nope, moving, nope, nope. and and that's the thing. Like uh, I'm there to w- find one buck, yeah. and the, my my goal, and and it's not about the money anymore because mm-hmm. I've made enough of that. Um, yeah, he's already stupid rich, so yeah. <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm just kidding, but um, <laughs> keep calling, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so my goal is when somebody finds it, it's like a an adult treasure hunt that I have to find this deer. Yeah. I do yeah. not care. Is it dead or alive, but I'm going to find it. And it's all about time. So I'm not going to, you know, piss around with looking at a, a buck. That's not yours. I want to see your picture. Show me what your buck looks like. Now we're going to go look and I'm going to go. Whoosh, nope, not it. Boom. Move on. Keep going to the next one. Then you're going to be like, can I look at that? No, <laughs> you can. I'm looking for your buck. It's one gone. Yeah. So if like a deer's bedded or it's a dead deer. Can you be like bedded? That one's bedded. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you can tell right away yeah, if it's yeah. bedded or it's dead. Yeah. Well, uh, no, I, I can see if they're bedded or standing. Okay. Um, But I can also see if they're dead, if they're flat. Yeah. Because not all deer die flat. Right, right. Like, so if he's bedded, you take it a little time, you're like, this might be him. Yeah. Scope it out, yep, and then you yep, go on. Yep, okay. Yep. All right, and then somebody calls, say I call, hey, man, hit a buck, can you come out and find him? What, for you to come out, like, will you travel anywhere 
that you know it's legal to do this? Like, say it's three hours away. Would you travel three hours, a three-hour drive to do a recovery? Or? Uh, I'll consider it, but it's going to be a lot more than just my normal cost because, yeah. like, I've I had guys in Indiana want me to come out there. I have no problem coming out there, but you're going to pay me the time that it would be if I could do searches at home. Right. So if it takes me four hours to drive one way and four hours back, that's eight hours. I can do a lot of searches in eight hours in my home area, and mm-hmm. I do do a bunch of them. So it just wouldn't m- make sense for me to drive that far if you're not willing to spend a few thousand. So what? just on a curiosity's sake, like what is your home rate? Like if you're in within an hour of your home place, what's it cost to have you come out and look? Uh, four fifty to uh, just look, and another hundred bucks if I find it, and then nice. you got mileage on there as well. Yep. I don't and feel then, like that's that you bad. Usually I think that's too. super fair. It's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's super not. fair. Yep. Because if you spend thousands on your property, on your blinds, on your gear, on your bow, and on and on and on, what is a few hundred bucks if you put an arrow in one of your hitbox? It's like, come on. Yeah, worth right. it. Yeah. Yeah, you're finishing up the job you, you started. find it in, you know, yep. what, less than an hour usually? Uh, yeah. If the deer if the deer is dead, usually I find it in 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's so incredible. Yeah. Instead but of walking the, eight miles. Yeah, if the deer is alive, it, it might take longer. But yeah. yeah. Do a lot of guys, you know, if you find a, a wounded deer alive, do you, is it something like, okay, well, we found it alive, you know where it's at, or do you tell them where it's at, or do you tell them if it's alive, and then do you just pack up and leave? Or is it... I mean, that's, or, or do you kind of stay, yeah, stick around to see now. if they go to finish the deer? Or like, what's kind of the... Well, m- most of our searches are done at night, so they couldn't go try to, try to finish it off anyhow. Good point. Um, but in the in the daytime, if if I do day searches, uh, I leave that up to the hunter. Like, is it ethical for you to go and, you know, try to put another one in them? My personal opinion, and everybody can have their own, is like, if the deer has an arrow in it, that thing is in pain. So my thinking is make a move on him, see if you can get him again. Do what but you have to do. As, I've found a bunch of them in the daytime, and people have tried it. It's not that easy. No. no. It's not. No. Especially probably in the timber. Or so, you yeah. Know. No. They're not going to be better in the easy spot when they're yeah, like, wounded. you did yep. your job at that point. So yep. I mean, that's yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Usually, usually if the deer's alive, I'm out. Yeah. Like, I have no reason to stick around. Yeah. There's... Hmm. Interesting. interesting. It is interesting. Let's go through some Patreon questions. And I know yeah. a lot of questions from us will branch off of these mm-hmm. if we haven't already answered. I'm going to read them all. Um, there's not a ton on here, but um, uh, Jeremy asks, how do they tell the difference if it's just bedded or a dead deer? Oh, that's, I mean, you can see, obviously you just watch the video. Yeah. Like, I'll be able to tell the posture of the deer. Like, if a deer is really hit hard, like I found one the other night, it was hit with a gun twice. The deer was still alive, but the posture of the deer was heavy breathing and just like, you could just totally see that that's, that's not how they act. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and he also identified the antlers. He was like, yep, that's my buck. And then he went back the next morning exactly where the pin was dropped. He found his buck. And I'm sure, obviously, you know, like you said, laying flat. If they're laying flat oh, yeah. with their legs sticking out, that's not yep. a normal Thinking deer. They're not normal yeah. deer laying down. Yeah. You know? But I have found deer that people are like, what, they lay like that when they're chilling? They will lay with one leg forward and one tucked in, completely like a, chilled. Like a cat. Yeah, almost, yep. Hmm. Yeah. I see them like that a lot. Hmm. That is or interesting. My, I guess my, kind of like a dog, too. My healer will yeah. always do that. 
Let me ask you this question, because this has kind of been a topic. We talked about it on the two last episodes. The the term buck betting, doe betting. And I, I always say that, yeah, high percentage of like betting, bucks will bet this. When you are flying, do you find deer are always bedded in like a patternable area? Like, oh, yeah, this is where I bet you deer are betting. Or is it random? I, I don't know the properties. Because you don't know the properties. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know the properties. Yeah, I'm I'm an an, I don't really care. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't care where they're betting. I just know I want to find them. Yeah, you're like, that's bad. Yeah, you're not taking. But I can tell you that if there's more than one, there's a, there's not a buck in there. Almost always. Well, unless you're looking for them in the rut. Right, right, yeah. Right now, um, if I'm looking for a wounded buck, he's going to be by himself. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Um, Gene Miller asked, do they use thermal imaging? We've covered yeah, that. Yeah. Um, thanks, Gino. Uh, Ethan Hall, has he ever been asked to help assist with a missing persons with a thermal drone? <laughs> uh, not yet, but I've been asked to help find uh, lost dogs in Connecticut. How's that? Does that work in, out successful or? Is that I didn't of, go. Oh, you didn't go. In Connecticut, they called you? Yeah. I don't know how far that is away from Dude, there's from so Ohio, many markets for drones right uh, now. I'm telling you, like, people people reach out Perfect. to us and they're wanting to do this and they're like, are there side gigs? I'm like, dude, <laughs> I could go on and on what you could do with this drone. <laughs> What's like, the weirdest request you've ever had to do with a drone? Can you spy on my ex-wife? No, I haven't. I've never really had a weird one yet. <laughs> Look, that's a good one, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Doug thinks no. of that one. So he yeah. didn't have, he never even had a wife. It's my ex-wife. Yeah. That, Can you hover outside the two-story window? <laughs> <laughs> that that is stuff that you can get in trouble with uh, using drones to uh, do do what you just said because they would uh, get you for like uh, what is that? Uh, peeping Tom. Peeping Tom. Yeah, <laughs> that's can. probably a real, real issue. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Everybody's worried about um, you know, can I fly across the neighbor's land? You absolutely can't fly across the neighbor's land, but you can't, like, stop and look into his window. Mm-hmm. Like, now that is a whole different story of just flying across the neighbor's land. Right. Like, I was I was, um, I was, was looking for this buck um, down south, and trust me, I'm not looking in people's houses. <laughs> and the guy, the, this dude comes rushing up the road, and he's like, er, stops. He's like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, the hunter starts talking to him because I'm flying. Like, yeah. I don't have time. To You're busy. Shit. And he's like, well, that drone was down in front of my house looking in my window. I'm like, uh, yeah, right. I record everything to my screen. Good luck. Like, this is not going to fly. Like, the shit that people come up with just to try to... <laughs> looking in my window. Yeah. It's, just because I don't want you there. Yeah. Yep, didn't want me. I there. thought you were going to say the guy's standing like, hey, go check out and see what Fred's doing tonight. No. <laughs> no. Fly and, in and hit your buddy in the mouth. <laughs> Dan, Doug's on his fifth beer. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> um, Loser. This was. This is a better asked question than what I just tried to ask you and fucking fell on my face. <laughs> um, Stone asks, are they seeing a trend on where these marginal hit deer are betting? Like, is there a certain terrain feature, such as a creek close by or bedding in thick cover, or is it just different with every deer? It is just different with every deer. I, I'm trying to keep track of that, but, like, you know, over the years we've heard, eh, I, I'm not saying that they don't, but I have not, if I found a, a, a gut shot deer, it's it's not laying next to a creek. I've found plenty of gut shot deer laying on top of a hill, and then I've found some that are down by a creek, and they're just kind of all over the place. Yeah. that's one of the things, like, gut shot deer look by water. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no. I mean, you just seen that big buck lay his head down? 
there was not water anywhere close to there. Then that's where he died. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. A lot of wise tales and a lot of like blanket unknowns guys will put their hat on it and die on that hill of just, even if they don't know it's true or not, just old, old deer hunting wise tales. Yep. Yep. You know, which like that old boy at the bar, buttermilk. You put that meat in buttermilk. Oh, I'm gee. like, God damn it. Never heard that one. Oh, yeah. Buttermilk. No shit. You know, yeah. Surprise. Like, never heard that. Wow. I ought to try that. Next time I shoot an antelope running 70 mile an hour. Yeah. 70. 70. Think about it. You know what dove flies 70 mile an hour? What's that? He told us a dove flies at 70 mile an hour. Man. I don't know if that's true or like not. A, like a morning dove or what? Speeding dove. Just a dove. Okay. Speeding dove. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My drone, like, my drone doesn't even this. fly that fast. How fast will it fly? 50 mile an hour. Still flying. Yeah. Still I can cover some area. Like, How long can you fly before the battery is like not, not happening? So I, I usually <laughs> avoid that question and people get pissed on TikTok. Like... One guy is like, how long is it flying? I'm like, well, uh, let me show you. It just takes a battery stop. I can be back in the air in 45 I seconds. I saw that TikTok. <laughs> we should make a TikTok right now. Yeah. You wanna, can we take a segment of this podcast and do it just for TikTok? Because I feel like the, the dumbest people are on TikTok. Well, no, the dumbest people aren't on TikTok. The dumbest people comment on TikTok yeah, yeah, like they go. know what they're talking about. Yeah, there you go. You know? So if you want to make a TikTok sometime <laughs> we can during this episode, we, can pull a from we should just act like we were talking about it and then it's like okay go back to the actual episode tiktok's yeah. over so <laughs> how far can your drone go from you uh well it's rated to go three miles Sheesh. but you're not gonna go three miles no i no. wouldn't either <laughs> i wouldn't <laughs> you have it with you that's pretty far i don't have it with me here no i, I thought about great. bringing it I was we get like, some, maybe we can it. go do some stuff. But. See if you find my stuff. I'll go hide somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could find you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Doug's ain't going 800 yards wounded or not. <laughs> Doug's I, tried, going, I tried to run. I got bored. Doug's going 50 yards and laying down <laughs> somewhere. at the bar. <laughs> you found me. God damn it. <laughs> In there, see his mustache heats up. He's back in the Hooters again. Doug's mustache just retains a lot like, of heat. Just look up the screen. He can see beer foam in Doug's mustache. That's the only thing that's heated up. So stupid. Um, we kind of already uh, covered this, but I'll read it anyway for Christian's sake. Has certain, has certain states you're aware of made any laws regarding using drones for recovery? If so, why do you think they believe... Um, if so, why do you think they believe it should have laws? I, I think there's uh, states. Um, a, a guy told me, like uh, Arizona is a state that you can't use cameras, and the the Trail reason, cameras. Yeah, yeah, and the reason that is is in Utah now too. Yeah, it's it's for certain areas it makes sense because deer have to congregate in one area or whatever to water, get water yeah. and stuff like that. So I I think there's states that. It would make sense that they're, uh, you know, not allowed to use. But my opinion is if it's used for recovering carcasses, it should be allowed everywhere. Mm-hmm. I agree. And we're going to work on that somehow. I agree. Yeah, I think 100%. I think if it's 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 really an ethical, yeah. ethical. conclusion to a hunt that I agree. has an unfortunate yeah. circumstance. But if anybody hunts for long enough, it's just it's, these things happen, yeah. right? Like if you hunt. Not according to the TikTok commenters. 
Right. Just, just make better shots. Yeah. Make, just make yeah. practice more. Yeah. Yeah. Like mightier goes five yards. That's the one thing I hate about TikTok, man, is like these like vague comments with so much Mine certainty. Goes five inches. It's like, God, you can't I don't know, you just read TikTok comments. And and I hope it's a kid that's commenting he just doesn't know yet. And I but hope it's not. You know, it's always some TikTok brings out the best of people. <laughs> it's always some dude in like his mom's basement or some guy that just hates his job and his wife and his kids. Yeah, he's deer hunted for two years and <laughs> yeah. shot two does. And he doesn't and even an have a proper now. name. It's like something user, naming a bunch yeah, of numbers. User, <laughs> yeah. 69, 69. Guys like that have a hard time seeing other people kill it. Like they're like, man, drone drone deer recovery's killing it. I'm fucking pissed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. shit on this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's got two yep, deals. That's I'm it. Pissed. Look at this. This guy's successful. I'm a piece of shit. So yeah. Well, here's the bottom line: nobody that's doing really good is shitting on somebody not doing as good as them. Amen. It's very rare. A thousand percent. If you're doing something cool. If we're talking about something cool in a TikTok clip through the podcast, some dude's going to hate just because he's got nothing cool yep. going on. Yep. He's like, I got one like. I, hey. did it. I, did it. <laughs> I win. I win. I win. Uh, yeah. I shot a, a good eight-pointer on my own little slice of heaven on my own personal farm. Nice. Good for you. Not a giant, but a mature buck, like a five-and-a-half-year-old buck. Kid on Instagram, high fence. I'm like, if I paid for a high fence <laughs> eight pointer, I got fucking got ripped screwed, off. <laughs> yeah, he's like, must be nice. I thought he was kidding. I thought it was a listener because we always say like we hate the must be nice yeah, guys. Oh, the high fence. So I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, yeah. don't be a must be nice guy. Thought he was joking. Nope, I'm just thinking it must be easy having them tied up. And I'm like, oh my oh, gosh, man. Dude. If this was high fence, it'd be a lot bigger than a 150 inch eight pointer. It better be over 200. You know that that's what we got when we found that 200 because that was like one of the first deers. Uh, yeah, deers. Wow. A little Dutch Plural. came out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> they were like high fence. It's a big friggin' deer. Real I mean, big deer. And the mask on, on that thing. Jeez. Wow. It, it blows my mind that people think that people really think. Deer can't do that in the wild. Yeah. But I'm talking like, that's a big deer. Yeah, it is. It's a giant. Deer get that big in the wild. Yeah. Do you know what's even wilder? Is how many big deer I get have gotten to see. Like, you haven't seen them all yet. I'll release them. That's not the biggest one I've found this year. Found dead or just seen flying? Found dead and also seen flying. I bet you it's so cool to just watch them doing their thing. Oh, it is. And that's why it's like... When I have to watch them die, like I, like yeah. that one there, like I was just like, I can't do this. Like yeah. literally, I didn't even watch. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty tough. Yeah, that's yeah. brutal. But when you watch a buck, a, a buck that's not wounded or in, or a buck that's not suffering, I guess, or it's just doing big buck things, if you sit and watch it for a minute, no, it's got to just be so fascinating to just be able to see that clear of picture, just watch them yeah. live how yeah. they live. Yeah. Okay. Do you think we should talk about that? That story that we have to be like careful about how we filmed it now you have to talk about it. yeah so this is wild um okay so yeah comment on this like let's hear your opinions um the people that are listening to this i was hired to come find a buck that this guy has had on his farm for three or four years and he showed up uh on camera with an injury in his shoulder and coyotes killing the buck 
And he's like, Mike, I can't let the coyotes eat this buck. Like, I know this buck, and I need to know where he is, like, now. He's dead. I He's convinced he's dead. And so I, he had him on trail camera. Big deer. With the coyotes on him. Yes. Oh. Mm. Yes, and we got... We're going to release this uh, footage. How, how long from the trail camera photo to when he called you? Uh, it was probably six hours. Okay. Like, so the and, and the coyotes had the big buck on camera for like four hours. They pinned him there in front Ooh, of the camera. They, they were killing this thing because like, he was injured. We don't know what the injury is for sure, but I, my gut feeling is I believe that somebody tried poaching the deer. Mm. And he has an injury that is getting him down, and the coyotes can smell him, and he isn't able to move like he would mm. normally. And um, so this dude is, this is the only buck that he has wanted to shoot and kill for the last three years. And now the thing is going to die Ugh. and be pooped out by coyotes. He's not having it. So he hires me out to find this buck, and I am like, I am going to fly to Cincinnati with my drone and find this buck. I'm just not going to quit till I find him. And uh, I did find the buck. Big deer. Like, probably in the 200s. Mm-hmm. And um, the coyotes had not killed him yet when I found him. But he was completely downgraded already. And uh, Bedded? Yeah, he bedded. Flat. Not good. Like, deer don't like laying flat. And you could see where his... Uh, feet were going back and uh, forth yeah. like he's trying struggling and he's trying to get up yep and uh were there coyotes around him when you yep, found him yep we found the coyotes uh about 70 75 to 100 yards from where he was laying uh and okay so he originally said mike he's going to be in this area this is where he's going to go and i looked there and i looked for two hours in that area because the hunter i have to do what he tells me to an extent Finally, I tell him, the coyotes are in there. The deer is not dead there. If he's dead there, I would have found him. The coyotes are there because there's cover, but this buck is right outside of this Mm -hmm. area, is my opinion. And I told him, we got to quit looking in this area. We have to go outside. The buck's going to be outside of this area. Still alive, is my opinion. And I did find him just like, I don't know, five minutes after I told him that. Interesting. Found him. The the sad story of this whole thing is um, he got permission from the neighbor to go recover the deer because he felt like he's going to die there, and uh, he wasn't there the next day. So Really? Um, it's like, so he moved. Yeah. You know, the coyotes may have moved in once it true, got dark. True, true. And he got that adrenaline, got him back up, and went on. So no no conclusion to that no, story? Yep. Just Haven't freaking hanging out there. It's like, oh, my God. Wow. That's insane. So, all right, here's where I'm at. I do think drones should have guns to kill coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> Those suckers are, oh, they piss me off. I agree with that. That's the only thing, and I, I know you hate that comment, that's the only time, like, predator control. Yeah, same night, same night, when we, we uh, looked at, found that deer, we uh, went and my cousin had hit a buck that I found earlier. He smoked him in the shoulder, mm-hmm. and then he put a good arrow in him, and he just felt like he wants me to come out and recover him. And so it's kind of a story to be- go on YouTube because I I made a YouTube video of him not getting his deer. Now we made a video of him then successfully getting the deer. Mm-hmm. But by the time I got there, two coyotes on the buck already. 
Yeah. They don't take anything, especially in the Midwest, for a uh, coyote to get on a deer. Nope. Oh, shit. I mean, your big 18-inch G2 buck, how long do we wait? An hour? Two hours. Two hours? Yeah. And the whole one side was they already eaten out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wild. gosh. We went viral last fall. Uh, Didn't we, Austin? Oh, yeah. I shot a big deer and wasn't sure of the hit, so I left him overnight, and the coyotes had totally cleaned him by the next morning. Yeah, you're that drunk. I mean, they, they, they ate his carcass. ears off. They ate his nose off. Like, he was oh my God. totally gone. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like Your it. Your drone footage would have been wild of that. Yeah, it would have been crazy. It's a huge red circle of coyote. But in our neck of the woods, like, we've played this game long enough. You know, we a lot of us here bow hunted for 15-plus years, and... If you hit one and you have to leave it lay, it's just part of the game. Like the okay. coyotes are going to find it. Yeah. It's inevitable. Yeah. It's it, it's kind of, yes, it, the meat gets wasted because we went to eat it, but nothing in nature really gets wasted. Yeah. Yeah. I know it, that sucks to say it that way, but that's the reality of it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, the coyotes like, can go eat rabbits. They don't have to eat legendary bucks that, you know, we, we want to. We should right. tell them that. Right. Also, yeah. is that camera on? Is a red dot on that yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. going um yeah yeah they shouldn't eat legendary deer that's just for us you know what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they don't get that yeah <laughs> yeah they should just yeah understand. the more i think about that the more i think of uh of the deer that i've found that coyotes have jacked up the the thing i found this one buck uh smoke i mean this was an actual smoked shot but rain was moving in so they quickly went after him mm-hmm. well they jumped him um about 20 yards from the initial shot and by the time i got there they're like he ran out this way and they were like hey, he can't go far like it's a double long or whatever and i find him he's um 350 yards holy from the shit yep i know holy shit but at this point the deer's head is literally laying down i drop a pin on him and they're all seeing it so I, I'm not telling them, you know, this and they're seeing it. They're like, yep, yep. He'll, he'll be there there in the morning. We'll just go back and get him then. Yeah. They go back in the morning. Deer's gone. I'm like, no, they're Yeah. Coyote tracks in the bed. So the coyotes got to him just before he died. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'll come back and I'll look and I'll find this sucker. And I looked all over the place and I can go a long way with my drone. Did not find the deer back. Wow. I literally think that the coyotes jumped him, and he went in a straight line for as long as he could go in a straight line, and that may have been a mile, that may have been two miles, but I didn't find him. Wow. That sucks. Do you ever? I, I'm really wondering if the DNR is not going to contact you to do like, you know, find as many coyotes as you can, find as many bobcats as you can, like doing real. I mean, because they do that in Texas with the helicopters, yeah. don't they? With their yeah. yeah. Well, oh, oh, they definitely need to. Um, the wardens that I've met out in the field already building relationship. It's like after they see the technology, it's like we need this, and it's yeah. You they do. could use your sir. I mean, a lot of them around us because I was like county based doe tag, so. They're going out taking a number each year, and that's how they base it off mm-hmm. how True. many doe takes. Do the, what do they do it with? Do you know? What I have method? no idea. I think I they either. just... When I used to work for the DNR in Iowa, we'd drive around at night with a spotlight, and we'd do inventory surveys and just kind of take counts. Okay. Um, something like this would obviously be far more accurate. Oh, oh, yeah. Way more fun, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Even like city city hunts like Davenport, I think they take a number and they give out so many doe tags a year. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you, yeah, this is going to change the game on... Um, Big um, properties where people really manage hard. 
to know how many uh, deer they have on their property. It's so easy to figure out. There's a guy in uh, Tennessee with a high fence. Um, he's going to have us come down and do a uh, survey for him. Like buck to doe ratio survey? I don't know. He just said, I want to know how many uh, animals are on. Okay. So say I have a 200-acre farm in central Iowa. And I'm like, hey, come on out. I want to know exactly how many does and how many bucks are on the farm right now when you come out. Is it, like, how accurate is it? Like, are you finding every deer? Yeah. I love how confident you are, and that just shows, like, how good it is. I'm telling you. He's, taking, he's taking a football field with. Well, I'm just saying, like, is, is there a chance that one gets by you? Yeah, if he's under a log or in a pond. Okay. Well, drones can't land in water. We learned that. We got a swimmer. No. We got a swimmer. Wait, what about in the wintertime when it's ice? Listen, that's what I was fucking told. <laughs> Take it up with Jordan. Right? I mean, Kevin's been with me, the camera guy here, with everything that I've done. And I would say you're you're as confident as I am now just watching the technology. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, I can see that, but... It's incredible. It's way better and way more impressive than I thought. Then I wrapped my head around because yeah. it's like, oh, dude, it's wild. Like it's when I when I first started, I have a lease, and I'm like, I wonder how many deer are on here. And I looked, and I'm like, holy shit, this is why I'm not getting the big bucks. They see me coming. I I see right where they lay now. Mm, yeah, a lot of that. And stuff. there's forty of them out there. No wonder. Oh, I want that one. That is interesting. <laughs> it, it could answer all the questions. When you sit in a tree stand for hours and you think about, man, where's my big eight at right now? What's he doing? It answers all those questions that you okay. think about when you're sitting in the tree stand. Yep. Pick me. Pick me. Kurt. Kurt. Does it ruin the fun of hunting? Like, if you know what your big eight's doing, for me, that adds to a little bit of the allure. Like, if you could just fly up and be like, oh, that's where he's at. Not going hunting now because he's not going to come. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Can that's is that where this gets dangerous? I guess I, you're drawing, I, I think you're drawing the line there. I, yeah, I, I think it goes to each individual. You have to police yourself. Like, that's true. Wh- what yeah. is wh- what true. do you want hunting to be? Because what you want it to be might not be what the next guy wants. To, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, for sure. That that is like you guys might run trail cameras, but there's people that don't run trail cameras. And why is that? Because they want to be surprised what shows up. I think being able to use these drones for scouting and things of that nature is a slippery slope. But when you're using it to recover wounded animals, I think it's got its place. Yeah, I do. My opinion, and of course my opinion don't mean fuck all, but that's the line. Yep. But... For educational purposes and biology oh, and surveys, you can answer every question that you've ever yeah. had with one yeah. of these things. Yeah. yeah, I mean, 100%. if somebody wants to come across and do like a county survey for every 40 acre piece across whatever yeah. county, that'd be really interesting to see those numbers. Oh, yeah, like I'd I would nerd out on that. Oh, dude, it's wild. Are you guys like you keep track <laughs> of everything? Like, you know, I, I can just see, like, a book that you guys could put out every two years of all the statistics. Yeah, I, I'm I'm keeping track of a lot of stuff, broadheads, and that type of thing. It's very cool, man. Yep. God damn is it. Is. <laughs> we <laughs> could sit here for another four hours of that. It's uh, perfect. Okay, we got one more question here. James Gibson, uh, any crazy stories? Neighbors shooting at his drone or anything like Super that? Super illegal. That's a federal offense. All right, noted. Uh, what if the deer dies in a thicket or in a large patch of timber when leaves are still on the trees? Uh, leaves on the trees um, can be done. It just takes longer. So if I um, 
right now leaves are off. Let's say I find a deer in 10 minutes. That deer might take me 40 to 50 minutes to find because mm. I'm looking through smaller holes because mm. like, there's holes through canopies and I just have to hit the angle properly to, gotcha. get, to gotcha. get that blip in one side. That makes that. sense. Yep. And he asked, you know, any certain scenarios where this could be better than a tracking dog? I said almost always this <laughs> always. is better than... Guaranteed. I, I've looked for deer that I, I felt bad. Nothing against the dog guys. There's definitely, you know, space for them, but... There's often times when the deer gets jumped when it's not dead. Like, I can find it if Have it's... you ever been... You don't have to say yes or no. Have you ever been on a call where their dogs were there, but then they called you after that? No. I mean, I've gone on calls that the dogs were there and then jumped their deer, and now they want to find it back. Mm. Mm. Do you I, ever get in any fist fights with uh, dog tracking guys? No. <laughs> the, the, I mean, I don't think they like me for sure on TikTok. They're like take a dog out it's more like hunting whatever yeah i mean any any time that technology touches hunting in any way whether you agree with it or not it creates interesting conversation 100 percent. um i think it's good it's healthy conversation though right yeah yeah this this buck here this sucked as well um went on to the neighbor's land and by the time i got there coyotes had him oh really yeah how many coyotes do you see just doing their thing when you fly? Like, not on a deer, but just out and about? Mm, not that much. They're hard to find in the daytime, chilling. Like, yeah. Uh, so in the nighttime, I'm finding them on, usually on deer, uh, because I'm not looking for that. Like, I'm not wasting my time on that. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing them, probably, but I'm not, like, going and looking. Yeah. <laughs> but, Speaking uh, Amish PA Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they're talking and it's getting that audio, and I'm like, oh, geez, I got to put something in there. Okay, I got some Amish questions when it comes to technology, like with a drone. Yeah. So, what can Amish? You can see that that deer's laying flat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You can't miss see that. His head right there. But wow. Dead. God, that's the crazy part when you really zoom up with the camera, dude. What the up. government sees, everything Doug yeah. does when he's alone. We're Boy. so sure, we're so screwed. <laughs> you know what's crazy? That, Doug. Yeah, if that. you can go buy this technology, what does the government? Yeah. Have? Oh yeah, it's yeah. wild. Is that dude. coyotes? No, or is that just blood? No, it's just heat. I I wondered about that, dude. That I, is so I didn't. Crazy. Um, so can you dude, see if, a good blood trail? If we're seeing this from 400 feet, the government is watching Doug just do whatever he does dude, at his house alone. Take it all in, baby. No. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> take it all in. <laughs> do you think the government can see through our, our like the roof on our houses and see right in what we're doing? Mm, probably time? not through the roof because we got too thick of insulation. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just see Doug they, in there well, thrusting. Maybe if they have <laughs> X-ray. If they have X-ray. But. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna catch him in that four second window. Doug's always on his porch, though. This was a cool find because this uh, this guy was like, "Yeah, I think I shot a. He's maybe like 120, 160 inch box. No, 177 inches. Oh, really? Jeez, yeah, pretty wild. So you think that is blood? I don't know. Big to be blood, I would think. Yeah, it's cool, man. I think. uh, What the hell was that? What's that? That's uh, that's a light. So, so light on these. So so that's that was my wide. This is my uh, zoom, like a spotlight. Yes. So when it, um, you say you do a lot of recoveries for Amish, mm-hmm. like this is all within the realm of like what they can and can't do. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm ignorant. Wa- to that. Oh, dude, I'm I am ignorant as well, and I grew up Amish. Like, there's some Amish that they're not not allowed trail cameras. I'm like, what? 
when when this become a thing? But I yeah. could, I <laughs> you that stuck. guy stuck. So, yeah, he totally got stuck. Yeah, <laughs> nerd. So uh, you pull him out with your drone. I like, That'd be I like, hilarious. I like how you recorded it. <laughs> like, yeah, like, this is the kind of shit I'd be doing with my drone. Dude. Savage out there peeing, yeah. zooming in on him. I, I go down and fly fly a circle around him just to let him know that I'm there. How, how can, can you talk through your drone? How embarrassing. Yeah, I can. You can. Yeah. Really? Yes. How loud is it? Loud. Mm. What? Yeah. Dude, I would just... That's a whole nother market that you can get into. Yeah, I would just chase kids on Halloween. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> Chasing them around town. Gee whiz. Dude, that is so incredible. All right, back to the Amish thing. Keep trying to get this out. Like, what can they do technology-wise and can't do? I don't know anything about it. Well, it's so... From... There's, like, super low order, you would call them. Like, they can't have anything. And then there's some that are, like, modern. I don't know. Like what do Mennonites? you call it, Kevin? They say high low. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Like so, God so, likes the ones that don't use technology more. Yeah, and right. he Hates the ones that yeah, do. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'm I kidding. I don't know <laughs> if any of that's appropriate. Yeah, it's it's hard to say like what can they do and what can't they do with technology because it's can they so, have phones, cell phones. Some can, some can't. Okay, I had a question too, and I don't know if you even know this, but it's something that like when we were in Harrisburg, because there's not a lot of Amish around us. There's like very small pockets, pockets. like out. Not around where our studio is, but uh, every one of them has like a different hat on. Yo, and I was like, "Hey, man, what's that hat mean?" Like, I just, not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I just yep. was genuinely yeah. curious. And then, the, then just different brands of them. It's wild. That's a hit. Just yeah, that's lame, man. I was really hoping for a better. No, <laughs> no. If you come, if you come to our area, if you come to our area, I'll, I'll take you around and and then when I can show you where they live and how their properties look different from the next one. But yeah, it's hmm. gonna. It's kinda, interesting. It is interesting. Very kinda, interesting. I feel bad asking anything like. No, ask anything I want because when I first started going with Jared, they had some of the off the wall questions for me about Amish. I was like, Yeah, you, you explain that a little bit because now that you say that, I, I want to make that connection. Because when we Jared, talked, you're definitely. like, Yeah, I listened to all the ones from that you've done with Jared and the Whitetail Journal crew. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. Well then, yeah, I uh, I filmed for Jared for seven years. I've known Jared <laughs> for. Uh, 10 years um I, yeah i kind of weasel my way in there and uh i don't know how detailed story we want to get <laughs> well, I, that's a good yeah. story but i guess i don't know i'm sure you've seen some interesting shit with him oh yeah oh it's, yeah it's the real deal though like um when i was watching them as a, a fan you know you might think like well is it really like that and i'm like holy shit it's like that yeah <laughs> i've been there done that those guys hustle yeah I was with him when we got stuck in South Dakota in that deep snow drift. Chansey is pissed in the truck, and he's like, we got to get fucking out of here. And we're just hauling ass through there. Have you watched that one? I, I'm, I watched them all, so <laughs> I, just, I just need to go back. I, and... I was in there, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is wild. <laughs> they are they're a... highly requested to have on all the time. Yeah. Doing a podcast with Whitetail Adrenaline is a very challenging, fun, and frustrating experience. <laughs> I'm trying well, to keep it. it is, especially when you get them all together. Yeah. Oh, it's... Uh, it's, it's a shit show yeah. when you get them all together. I believe it. The last one, it was so much of, like, 
talking at the same time. That's I was the like, problem. Yeah. I, I was like, I, that was I almost the, can't take this anymore. That was probably at the, the one show, wasn't it? We well, no, out. it was in here when we're all yelling. Well, uh, the Grizzly Stick one was pretty in the rains, but when when Chansey was in here and Tanner was oh, in yeah, here yeah. and everyone's having conversation here, conversation over there, and yeah. I'm the only one with my headset up loud, so I hear how it sounds, and I'm yeah. looking at everybody, I'm like, guys, so yeah. next time they're all in, I'm cranking everyone's headset as loud as it'll go. And then they'll know how yep. it sounds, yep. but but it's also kind of the fun of having white tail adrenaline. Oh yeah, in the studio, it's so chaotic. You're, yeah, you're getting the real deal. Like, oh, yeah. and that's how it is. Yeah, in the field, are. it is that chaotic at times. It doing trade shows with them. We were booth neighbors with yeah. them at every show. We stayed with them, and we stayed every with them. Is, yeah, those boys wear you out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. For seven years, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they are exactly what everyone thinks they are. But that's what makes them White Tail Adrenaline. Real yep, exactly. interesting characters yep. are yep. like that. Yep. You know, people that aren't any fun and they're calm and normal and in the reins aren't fucking that interesting. No, no I get it. You this, know? this is another Amish dude. Smoked a big um, buck. Um, I guess he's more of a fisherman than a hunter. They took him out and got him a big buck. This deer was smoked. Um, but they, again, it was a big caliber deer and they didn't want a chance pushing him out if, uh, if he was still alive. Mm-hmm. I found, um, well, the, the whole video, I had some drone issues and it was freaking out. And then Kevin's over here. What, what, what's going on, Mike? T- tell me what's going on. I'm like, dude, I'm here to help the customer. I'm not making content, although it makes good content. I'm uh-huh. like. Give me a second here, because the drone, sh- the whole, all the lights are shutting off. I can't, I can't reach it anymore. It's just shutting off. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to move the whole drone up the hill, take off through this small little hole through the trees. Ooh, twenty thousand dollar drone, no big deal. In the dark, yeah, in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if a drone takes a spill, I mean, oh, it it took a spill. Did you not see the video? I haven't watched it yet. Yep. Twenty twenty thousand. Was it fucked? Is it fucked? Fucked? Or is it like you no, have insurance I, on these things? Oh, I, I have insurance. You have to have insurance on something like oh, that yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, we I, we got it repaired, but I've watched a lot of your tick. But you know, a lot of it's just been algorithm, and I'm like, I'll watch. I'm like, damn, it's cool, and that's. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta. Yeah, it's not. You're not going to the profile to watch it. It's like it just shows up on yeah. Your but I've seen a lot yep. of them. Just like that, but I'll tell you now, I'm gonna go through your entire YouTube and TikTok library oh. and watch every fucking. Video yeah, we're gonna probably release that episode of what actually happened. Is that next week? Maybe. Mm-hmm. No, so after, yeah. So what? What's your guys's like YouTube release schedule gonna be like? That mic's on, man. If you want to hop on there and throw your yeah. headset on. Yeah. Uh, release schedule is uh, right now. I'm doing one a week for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, try to do two. Um, I got a lot of content stored away and oh my gosh and kevin's like how do you keep it all straight and i'm like i don't are you enjoying the, are you enjoying <laughs> filming amazing. all this kevin oh it's great yep because you're not, you don't come from a deer hunting background no i i uh i've only lived in ohio for five years never uh hunted before my father-in-law took me gun hunting once the first time i sh- i shot the gun was in a deer stand with him shot a little what? buck through the heart that's the very first time you ever shot a deer, uh gun well, well, other than like a BB gun and a twenty two. Oh, yeah. We never even yeah. practiced with the gun. He just yeah. went. <laughs> oh, my God. He's just like, yeah. bizarre. And just smokes it. So, so you have an interesting like background. We talked briefly at dinner. Which, what did you guys think of the depot? 
So, uh, Kevin here that's now talking is uh, my cameraman, Drone Deer Recovery. I didn't know if they knew he hopped in here. Full time. Yeah, we didn't introduce him. <laughs> yeah, what's that? We didn't introduce him. Well, you said Kevin and he hopped on. Uh, <laughs> it kind of, it made sense to me. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Kevin? What's up, Kevin? Oh, good. Yeah. Full time <laughs> Drone Deer Recovery cameraman. Yep. And yeah. more than that. I mean, he he's, phew. He is good at what he does. Built the website, working on uh, t-shirt designs and hoodies and all kinds of stuff. But anyhow, Trying yeah, where, you, where, where did you come come from or grow up? Yes, yeah, so I, I grew up in uh, El Salvador, Central America. Lived there for 25 years. Moved to uh, Thailand. Lived there for four years. Met a girl from Ohio. So In Thailand? In Thailand, yeah. What the hell was she doing in Thailand? <laughs> we were working Your at wife the. Went there. <laughs> well, I know, but she drove you back to Ohio. <laughs> working at the same nonprofit. So, oh no, cool, cool. So yeah, came oh. back. Uh, but I mean, I'm new to the U.S. Like I, I'm a U.S. citizen because my parents are, but uh, just lived here for five years, and uh, like I get to go with Mike on all these, you know, hunting things. It's like I know nothing about it. <laughs> so, I want the Amish community as a whole is really stoic and they're really you know conservative and they like i think basically they're trained from when they're really young not to show emotion um, but like the one time that they'll actually kick back and be real and you know like be excited is around a dead carcass of an animal and i think it's just the weirdest <laughs> thing <laughs> the, the way you just yeah gave those yeah. adjectives is like yeah i get what you're saying yeah. <laughs> you know like, we I, can I, relate yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never seen an Amish man as excited as I have, like, looking at a dead deer. Yeah. Which, like, Which one stands out to you, uh, just like that? Uh, the 200, or was the it? The 200. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was wild. Like, we couldn't go recover it. We, we, you know, we thought it was probably dead. We couldn't go recover it to like, what, 14 or 20? Like, yeah. All, he had probably 14 had, people showed up before we could go get it. How, how many brothers did he have? Did he have, was it like five or seven or 18? something? It was a bunch. <laughs> Just because they had all known about the deer. Yeah, and yeah. Yep, like, yeah. Yep. Big deal. They wanted yep. to be a part of it. Nephews and nieces and like these little Amish kids are out there. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like a whole family ordeal. I mean, this is like, yeah. this is it. I mean. Yep. Did, uh, do the size of the deer, does that something that like took you by surprise, not being familiar with them? Yeah, he doesn't know. Like, so when I was telling him about this 200 deer, I, I was like, Kevin, like, this is a. This is rare. Like this is super rare, and he's like, "What? What? Is this a big one? (laughs) (laughs) Is this not a good one?" (laughs) That's really interesting. That I'm just curious. Like when when you see a 200 inch deer, what do you think when you see it? I mean, when I saw that that 200 inch that we like one of the first episodes we shot. I mean, I thought it was cool. It's like, but I don't understand like the you know the magnificence of it. I'm just like, cool deer. Yeah, that's so cool. You know, it's a big deer. But did you grow up speaking English? I did. Yeah. I was going to say, because so, you, you, you don't have much Spanish. of an accent. Yeah. yeah do all. some Spanish. I'm sure there's somebody that uh, listens that yeah. can do Spanish. Yeah. Hola, mi nombre es Kevin. Okay. Well, that's probably how you're doing. Uh, no, my name is Kevin. Oh, okay. <laughs> can, <laughs> can you speak Thai as well? Can't speak a uh, few words, not a lot of Thai. Yeah. 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 Your Very wife? Cool. Like, I think she can go about her day in Thailand and be dangerous, but I don't think she okay. could, like, hold a conversation. No. no. Yeah, Kevin's been interesting to bring into this because it's like a, a guy that never grew up around it is seeing this thing blow up in front of his face. It's like this is these people are serious about deer. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Does it get you like interested in hunting more? 
Uh, I, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's um, awesome. Like especially like the bow aspect, like the the artistry, the the skill, and the. I mean, honestly, I thought before it was just kind of stupid how much time and money people like. I kind of always laughed at it. Yeah, yeah. Like the time and money that people spend. It is kind of stupid. Ask me how I know. <laughs> no, it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, there's something like like when you see the journey, like you hear the stories of people yeah. following bucks for two years. Yeah, you you kind of understand what it means to them, and uh, yeah, you you, you want to do it. I want to so, do it. So we've been analyzing. You know, a lot of people are like, "Well, I I hit him right here," and then uh, um, Kevin's talking to me. He's like, "Like, how are they getting this wrong?" I'm like, Kevin. Let me take you hunting, and let's see how it goes. Like, remember exactly where you hit the deer, how the antlers looked, and all this stuff. Yeah, where it I, went. Yeah. Which way it went. Yeah, what, which what, way it went. What was his posture like? Yep. What was he doing? Yep. Try to remember it all, yeah. because you're going to get so hyped when this yeah. starts coming down that it's just all over the place. Yeah, but, that, that's one of the most frustrating things, like shooting with Mike, is about, you know, like the one night we had like three or four nights in a, or three or four recoveries in a row where you're out there looking for something there's no there's no can't there's no photo so you don't yep. know you know you know you don't know what the buck is you're looking for and, and, they're, and they're telling us that well when you find him we'll be able to know if it's yeah, the buck or not yeah and it's like it's a 160 it's a 170 or whatever and it's shot on the right side high whatever and and about 30 minutes in you find a buck shot on the right side high and uh but the antlers are too small eh, it's like a 140 it's like, nah, that's not mine not yeah. mine no not no mine. it's yeah. happened you want to talk about frustrated dude. Mm. Yep. Yep. We were looking for a 130, uh, and I found one uh, that was 115 shot in the shoulder high, like his was, but he said, it's not my deer. You gotta be kidding me. No, no. I'm being serious, and I was pissed, because I don't care if the deer's dead or alive. I'm finding your deer. So after that, it's like, he's telling me I'm only accepting a buck that's dead. Right? Like... (laughs) If that is, he told us he shot it in the right side high, but it's a 130-inch deer to him. Now I find a buck that is shot right side high, but he's about a 115, and he says it's not my deer. And don't forget they called all the neighbors to see if anybody else has shot a buck. Nobody else shot a buck, you know, that night. Well, you got to keep in mind, too, guys, when they're field judging animals on the hoof— We've been doing this how long, Kurt? 15, 20, 25 years? This is my 20th year hunting. You, if you get within 10 inches, you're doing pretty good after years of experience. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. you, can't, yeah. you just can't do it. You can't look at a trail camera picture, and you can't look at him on the hoof and say, well, he's, well, awesome. he's break, not 115, he's 125. Break down what you just did tonight. Well, yeah, I was getting trail camera pictures of this deer all season, went in, saw him three times, he looked like a stud, had him come out, walked down the trail perfect at 30 yards tonight, and I let him walk because I misjudged him. He was 10, 15 inches smaller than what I thought he was looking at pictures. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. So. Totally. But if yeah. you would have just went off what you thought in pictures and shot him. If I'd have shot him, I'd have walked up on a 150-inch deer when I thought he was closer to 170. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. yeah. And with the drone, we can get a good enough look at him. Like They can yeah. analyze the thing for a little bit. It's not happening in you know 40 seconds. Like it is maybe on the shot. It's like, trust me, dude, the thing just got smaller. It's all right. Just say it's yours and then I'll move on to the next one. Oh, how irritating. Oh, then I called the next guy the same night and I was pissed. I told Kevin that I'm I'm done with this. Like, because again, it's not about the money. I want to find the deer. Yeah. And uh, I called the dude and it's another Daner Amish. 
It's like it's a. a we talking shit about the Banner Amish? Right I, now? I was gonna say it's a it's a breed of Amish. Like, a breed. Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes boots easy. Careful, boys. Uh, in. Um, it's a. I don't know what which, to call which it. Which Amish it's a brand. make the fireplaces? What? Which Amish make the fireplaces? Oh, they make booze. Danner? Danner? No, I have that's no an idea. Oregon. But oh. it, it's a church uh, district or something. They, they're called Danners. And um, I guess they're not allowed to run cameras. So I call them. Mm-hmm. And it's already late. I'm, I'm, I'm pissed and it's late. And um, I was like, do you have any pictures of this buck that we're going to come find? He's like, no. But I watched him come in for 120 yards. And if you find him from the front, I'll know. I look at Kevin. I'm like... Okay, I guess we're going. <laughs> okay, let's we, go, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> we go up. Kevin's there. just like whatever, yeah. and, and this will be coming out on YouTube. We we documented this whole thing, um, and we go we go up there, and I look, and about fifty minutes in, I find a big buck. Look at him from the front. He's like, "Yep, mine." Um, no wait, I'm not sure. Oh, what? You said it was. Now you're not sure. Well, I think it is, but I I can't tell for sure. Dude, <sighs> I did not see the buck. You tell me if this is your buck or not. You told me on the way up yeah. here that you're going to be able to tell me if it's your buck or not. So I'm like, forget it. We wrapped it up. We had to regroup. We had another one to go find. I was like, we're going to Waffle House. We got to regroup. <laughs> we're going to Waffle House. <laughs> we did. Yeah. It was 2.30 in the morning or 3 o'clock in the morning. We went to Waffle House. We're talking. We're, you know, this is just so dumb of people trying to say that they're going to be able to tell us what deer that they shot at with no pictures. No. Here's another wild one. I love Fa- these Keep stories. them coming, dude. I love these yeah. so, so <laughs> We got all night. I, uh, I... The guy shoots a buck, a big buck. He does. He has a picture of it, but he has a picture of it right in the front. Like so, he didn't turn, so he couldn't see his main beam. I find this buck about three hundred yards from where it was shot. This buck is laying in the daytime, and I find it, and I zoom in up on him, and I go all around him. He's like, well, he has the same characteristics, but. His main beam is broke in front of his G3. In front of his G3, it's broke because we can see it from the side, but you can't see that on his uh, trail camera. And so he's like, yeah, it's not my buck. And I search all the whole property, can't find his buck. Um, And then we're like, okay, I just can't find him. Left. Yesterday, he sends me a picture of the buck that I found. His buddy shot it. It was his buck. He had an injury under his uh, leg that he hit him. Wow. Yeah, a week later. So I was successful on that uh, locate, but he didn't think that that was his buck because he couldn't see it That's on picture. That's so bizarre. Dude, are, are guys doing this because they don't want to pay the extra $100? No, I don't think it's that. I just think that there's so much crap that can go wrong and that yeah. you just don't think about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and a lot of times it's tough to ID a deer, like in the, in the heat of the moment. That's a you know, it's, right there. it's easy to get things mixed up. <clears throat> well, and a lot of guys just want so badly to find a dead deer, like they want to go out and recover uh, the deer a dead that, one. Yep. that yeah. night. Yeah, yep. like if it's not this one, if we just keep looking, will we find it? Yeah, like a like they want to find a dead deer. Yeah, uh, but most deer aren't dead. I mean, I'd say fifty percent of them are still alive. Yeah. Yep. 
Man, yeah. they're calling you. There's already a problem, right? It's crazy because you, you can know? just know for sure. What do you mean? Like, you, you take a lot of the mystery out of, like... Oh, yeah. Like, okay, just... We all know what it's like. You hit a deer back. The not knowing. Yeah. You back out. It drives you nuts all night. You feel sick. You feel terrible. Yep. And I think everyone listening to this is going to be 99.9% .9 a hunter and is going to know what I'm saying. I don't even really need to explain it. But you feel terrible. Yep. Oh, yeah. You wanted yep. to make a good shot. Yep. You wanted the animal to die ethically and fast and clean, and it eats you alive. Yep. One, you ain't sleeping. You're not sleeping. One, you spend a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of time from your job, from your family, your hard-earned money that you may or may not have, yep. and it, you finally get your moment. Something goes wrong. It's not a good feeling all around. It's not. And if you We've can, all been there. Yeah, we all have. If you do it long enough, you're going to go through it. 100%. And if you can have somebody come in like you and take away some of the mystery of like, okay, we, we don't want to bust through there and bump this deer off and not recover him, but we can go up and fly, see if he's dead or alive yep. before the coyotes get him. Um, if he's suffering or if he's going to die, we know, you know, can we do something or do we wait and go in and make a good recovery yep. or a timely recovery? Um, it just eliminates a lot of what's going on. Dude, it's, it is about a what coolest if. thing yeah. since sliced bread. I'm just telling you. Like, once you guys, like, if I would have brought it and we would have went and analyzed some deer, seeing it in real life, it blows people's minds. Austin, you should have shot that one. The one tonight, <laughs> yeah. Could have had a field trip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I would love to be along for the yeah, ride on a recover with yeah. this. Yeah. It's got to be the coolest shit to oh, see. Oh, and dude, when I find it and it's dead, I'm jacked. Oh, I yeah. bet. Like, what's cool about it is I get to experience it over. Sorry, over I'm watching this fucking over. video. I'm trying to talk to you, but <laughs> they just shut it off. Yeah. It, it's no wonder you have exploded the way you've exploded in the short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and it helps that you're like good on camera. Kevin's a so? magician. On sometimes I'm like, oh my god, I could bring the energy up. No, you're a good well, talker, Kevin, man. You, Kevin so, makes you look good. It's yeah. so interesting that even people that aren't into hunting are going to be like yeah. into this. Oh, you know, it's going to open. It's going to open a lot of people's eyes to the sport. Yeah. I think De I'm, definitely people watching that don't even hunt. Yeah, I, I have a guy's wife in um, uh, Colorado. He called me. He's like, dude, my wife doesn't like watching hunting, but he she's watching you. I'm like. I'm calling this right now. Yeah. You're going to get approached by a network. That's what we're looking for, because we're putting a lot of money into this. Dude, like Discovery <laughs> could fucking do a whole series on this shit. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And even just you doing recoveries, but doing side missions oh, for dude. biologists the, and shit. I know. They're, Finding Bigfoot. Ooh. We need you out. We oh, haven't yeah. found him. It's been fucking Let's 10 seasons. Bigfoot. Yeah. Bigfoot don't have a chance. Let's do yeah. that. Dude, yeah. Have yeah. you seen? Huh? I saw a, a TikTok the other day. Somebody in a Bigfoot suit, and they made it look sweaty. And it's like Bigfoot still making it out after 10 se <laughs> seasons of finding Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's some sweet content coming. I mean, we haven't even released what... A quarter of it. No, there's some. Really if finding stuff. Bigfoot called you, would you go? I don't know. Probably. You got it. The money's got to be right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need you to come out to the. You got to find a New Jersey devil. The backwoods of Washington Never of State. Never heard of it? No. Never heard that one either. I haven't either. Look it up. Call me. Hey, what if I heard about this hot chip something? 
Ooh. Oh, glad you asked. It's getting spicy around here. <laughs> it got spicy. Things are getting hot. Oh, Eric's oh. sweating. Nope. I ain't sweating yet. There's my button. I had to find it. <laughs> Forgot how I had it laid out. <laughs> <laughs> I hit this one first. To Eric. What happened, Doug? <laughs> well, I could have used you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't know Hold if on. that's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> now the people are actually going to wonder now wait did he use you no no i didn't okay no nah, no nah, i didn't timing's just good yep yeah it's just perfect timing so uh i shot a buck saturday and i found him today finally how many days is that cool story bro next subject <laughs> <laughs> so what today's wednesday so yeah. it's been four four days yeah i've been four days yeah but i jumped him saturday night and then, of course, it rained Saturday and all day Sunday while I was looking for him, so I had no information to go off of. Then I had to go back to work, of course. Drone would have been nice. Yeah, it would have been. Hmm. Would have found him in, I'm going to guess, two yeah. minutes. I, I was going to say You would have found him so fast. Yeah, if if you would have pointed me in the right direction. Oh, they, it would have yeah. been game over. Trust me. I don't even so, think it'd been two minutes. Well, no. We're going to tell the full story on its own yeah. exclusive podcast, but... This podcast is airing before that, and we need to talk about what um, things the 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 chip challenge was starting to get pulled into deep water, <clears throat> as I would like to say, as far as getting into where you guys in Iowa were going to have to bow hunt around some upcoming firearm seasons. And I don't know the exact dates and how it all lays out, but it kind of puts a chokehold on you guys in Iowa for your bow season. Yep. Yep. So, so basically, in. Saturday, this Saturday, so the December nineteenth, no bow hunting. Yep, at yes. all. Even if you have a firearm tag, you can't bow hunt. No, nope. not at all. I don't like that. Hmm. Only during the muzzleloader season, and, then, and that's outside yeah. of the nineteen day. Yep. Yeah. So the nineteenth, yeah. we can come back in and start bow hunting, and that's also late muzzleloader season. So from December nineteenth to January tenth, you can bow hunt. So just like you get kind of over here in Illinois, you know how you can hunt, use archery equipment on a firearms tag? Mm-hmm. So we can use archery equipment on a muzzleloader tag. Right. Mm-hmm. But we just can't use archery equipment on a on a shot. On a shot why don't they tag. change that? What's it matter if you have your firearm tag and you wear orange? Why can't you bow hunt? Illinois used to be the same way. Yeah. Yeah. They changed it five years ago or so, roughly. I don't know. I don't know. It's one uh, thing our state's doing right. How long does the season go? Like... How many days after you can go back hunting? Well, so the nineteenth of December, and then the season closes on the tenth of January. Okay, so less than a month. <clears throat> hmm. Good yeah. luck. May the odds ever be in your favor. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't. As of right now, the round two has ended, and Doug got it done at the end of round two, and there's one round left. Yeah, yep. and I am. I am rooting for Eric. I was a very neutral moderator before because we did a press conference about this bet, right? Um, this is be kind of, and I was the moderator. Well, Doug, for you know, conveniently forgot about last week's podcast for some oops, panene, and <laughs> um, so that made me team Eric by default because I wanted to stay neutral, but the weight, the balance scale just went thump in Eric's favor. That was a dumb decision. 
Well, I had no other choice. <laughs> you leave me no choice. This has been like one of the toughest seasons ever. Doug and I were texting one day in the tree, and we're like, Doug texts me and goes, should we just eat this goddamn dude, chip? You, that chip so we, dude, that chip. So we can get this over with and get some deer. You guys just both eat it together? That way <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we had a that serious conversation about cursed it. Us, I think I didn't did. see like hardly anything worth shooting all season. That's why I don't do like side bets and shit. It's just, I don't know. It was rough. That would have been just as entertaining, though, if you guys were like, all right, let's meet in, eat the, we'll just eat film the it, chip we'll together, eat the chip. and then let's move on with this season. That would have actually it been was, pretty good. I mean, we were. It was we close. were this close. Look at that shot. Yeah, look at that shot. I find a lot of those like that. Bet it up. I, I, I got 10 inches penetration, but you look, if I uh, if I look for a shoulder shot deer, that pen, 10 inches of penetration you got actually skipped on the shoulder and it got lodged up in the kind of like the armpit. Oh. Mm. Never even made it into the cavity. I didn't think about that. More oh, than one that I found like that. No. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Now, if you're shooting something heavy like what Jared does, yeah. you'll you'll pop through that, but not these mechanical. Forget it. I mean, are you anti mechanical? No, no, no. Actually, I do love them. Shoot them through the gut. I guarantee I'll find them. Yeah, yeah. Just gotta stay off that shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Shoot them in the gut. Let the coyotes keep them out. <laughs> I've heard that before. No, no. But if you shoot uh, a fixed blade through the gut, it's a lot harder. Yeah, just because it's, it's just not I, as big of a yeah, like, not as much damage. Yeah, you know, I I have been very hardcore team fixed blade for whitetails this year. Well, since Africa, yep, mm-hmm. okay. Africa changed my mind for like sure. a s- single blade or like just fixed blade. Okay, you know, I'm I'm not again. You know, I don't. I've never shot like single or. Double I think I might go back double. to mechanical for whitetail. I like mechanical for whitetail. You've got you've got a big kill zone there. I mean, yeah. you've got from the shoulder crease to the to the hind leg. I mean, you've I got a it, you've got a big kill zone oh, there. I would I would I think it would have helped me for sure. Yeah, I w- I would just stay away from the shoulder at all. Like, yeah, I, I would I would do four inches behind the yep. the shoulder. Um, I aim double lung liver to where I usually aim. I aim deliberately a little further back than yep. a lot of guys, but with a mechanical head. I've, yeah, yep. I've played that game. I've hit him in the shoulder, and that's a that's a zero. Yeah, it's not a fun time. No, yeah, nobody wins. I'm I'm a lung guy. Pretty that's where I go. But but I, I will tell you, on the last buck I shot, I've here you go fucking cranked him. Dude, God, you got so, a crowd there, huh? Yeah. So here I fly the drone 400 feet above the ground. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, you'll look. Find I him. can find the deer dead. At that altitude, and this is where your little seven, eight thousand dollar cameras won't do this. See this? Ready? And boom. There's a dot. Zoom, and you'll be able to see this. Uh, There's your <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Uh, did Good I camera not work, show? Kev? Dude, no, here, that was me. Um, <laughs> no, filming this. No, he's not filming this. No, no gone. Who is? I am. What? Laverne. Yep. I have another little guy. Just this is with my phone. Yep. Watch how what? look looks what this good. deer looks like from that far Sorry, off. Sorry, Kevin, I was trying to give you some credit. Yeah, <laughs> you can see him. Yeah, I got your there. back. Yeah, look at that shit. Why did I not put the other? Where if people are like, what are they watching? Where are they finding this on YouTube? Just type in uh, drone deer yep, recovery. Drone deer recovery will pop up. The uh, profile picture is like green with. Uh... Oh shit! We got ads. Everybody looks so, so happy around you. <laughs> 
You should get a. Is that just the Amish? They all just look like that all the time. You need to get like. We could have found that deer. A tent you can just zip up. That way nobody can bother you while you're. <laughs> Dude, that no. many people around me, I would go freaking berserk. So, uh, so uh, <laughs> our rig that we're going to be setting up is going to be real sick. It's. Uh, you need to do. I'm like going to have a big flat trailer, flat, um, flat screen TV. It's going to be oh. hooked up. Yeah, it's going to be like every '90s hacker cutscene. <laughs> like the rock music playing. Yeah, I'll let these, I'm, I actually, you know, I'm trying to make some money here. No, you can definitely skip them. Okay, care. sure. It's going to cost you like four cents. I don't care. I, we make more money elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, this is cool. What a crowd. Is there always a crowd like that, man, when you're doing um, this? This was the a... Dogs, like, what the hell's going this on? This is like... Uh, Everybody's uh, got their phones Disability out. hunt. They That's uh, a red healer. Though. Oh, he'll I go, got you. He'll go attack that thing. Yeah. I was like, get a hold of that dog because that sucker will yeah, chew into that drone. Um. But yeah, they invited me out to kind of be on standby to, um, you know, if, if they cool. put a bad hit on him or something. But, oh, that's cool. Yeah, this young lady on this next uh, scene, this first buck she ever shot, it was pretty cool. No found, kidding. Found the thing for him as well. They would have found the deer, but it was like, I'm there. I'm going to go find it. Yeah. And then I had pressure on me. They were like, we're going to go find it. And I was like, I got to find the sucker before you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I did. I found it probably about... Three minutes before they found it. This it, crack in your windshield is driving me nuts. Oh, yeah. Shit. You think oh, you do a couple shit. more long drive recoveries to get that fixed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do that. You actually brought that. Whoop. Something break. Something break? No. You're right. you, uh, you brought that up about the crack, didn't you? When they're shooting through there. Shoot. Now it's you're going like, to make me replace my windshield. I've seen it in like every episode. I'm like, can you please fix it? Hey, if you had a good insurance <laughs> company, they do it for free. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they might. Did somebody just knock? No, it was my fingers on my. Oh, chair, I'm so worried I that I heard just. So, I heard someone knock too. You did that, like did yeah. did. I always, oh, uh, okay. yeah, keep the place locked down when we record because I just, I don't know, I'm weird about it. Yeah. But. Uh, does the actual on air sign work? Oh it yeah, does. yeah, it's on out there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. uh-huh. <laughs> it, it's we did that one. It's cool, um, but it, a lot of times a lot of people out drinking at our bar. Oh, okay. And, you know, they can have the TV on and stuff, but, you know, as soon as that's on, it's just kind of like... Yeah. It, it, you'd yeah. think they'd pay attention, but no one ever fucking does. Keep her down. Yeah. yeah, just keep it down, you know. But, it, and it was just a nice down. touch. Yeah. And that thing was expensive, actually. It was. Oh, yeah. Find a legit on-air sign like that. It's cashy. What? How 150 much? bucks. Oh, yeah. I thought that was expensive <laughs> for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's 60 bucks. Yeah. You know, wrap yeah. it up. And it's just yeah. stickers on the side of that thing. It's not like yeah, it's etched just... into it. <laughs> huh. Oh my god. But it looks good. So Yeah. It's cool. Dude, this is very cool and very fascinating. And I hope that you'll come back and do another one with us in the future. Oh yeah. Get some updates. But I think you're gonna be, you know, too big for us here in about three, four days. By the time this launches, you probably <laughs> don't yeah, you'll be too busy. Dude, you got yeah. there's a spot on Discovery for you. You're gonna be like that next like Ice Road Trucker's face of discovery with this <laughs> we'll shit. We'll see. We'll Th- see. This this is that type of cool though. I yeah, I appreciate that. Like yeah. you you don't have to be into deer hunting. This is interesting to, to watch. Think this is incredible. Yeah, so we're going to be uh opening it up for uh some exclusive investors. Um I'm actually going to Possibly you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to uh, <laughs> only offer it up to probably five uh five spots that I'm going to Create an academy, but with that, you're going to get a complete drone kit up, uh, drone kit set up. I'll teach you. I'll come to your house. We're going to shoot media. We're going to blow you up in your state. We're going to offer that, but it's going to be like a rare opportunity. I've already interviewed one guy, and he's like, 
all on board. Haven't even made it public yet, and that's what type of feedback. I'm so you got four spots. Pretty much. <laughs> you're saying. If somebody wants to get one of those spots, how do they get a hold of you? What's uh, the best way? Just go to the website, Drone Deer Recovery, fill out the form for the academy. We've already got over two hundred people signed up on it already. But wow. we're going we're looking for people that wanna do it like all in. I'm not looking for side giggers or anything like that, but it's gonna be wild. I like that. Yep. Where can people find you on socials, YouTube, yep. all, all that All stuff. social platforms, Facebook, uh, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Drone Deer Recovery. Across them all. It's the name. Google it. Yep. Google it. Actually, you can Google it now. It, it just blew up. I mean, we're going That's to insane. Yeah. We'll anything that we haven't like talked about that we need to cover or anything like that? I don't want to leave anything. Uh, just my uh, quickest recovery so far was uh, 50 seconds. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. But that guy kind of knew that he hit, put a good hit on him. Big deer, over 200. He's like, I'm just not going to push this deer off, hunting small, small property. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, I think he f- went in this direction. You know, go find him, took up, looked down, boop. Yep, there he is. Okay, bring the drone. <laughs> That's awesome. Man, Easy money. Yeah. Hey, Easy I get money. it. But he doesn't, uh, trust me, when you see this deer here, actually, let me show you. And then they got to wait to see it. Uh, uh, when it drops on social media, but this dude, uh, he smoked a giant. Let me tell you, the ones that people, yeah, that. the deer you probably get to see is probably unbelievable. I yeah. like just the daylight footage, man. Just watching yeah. deer do deer things. Oh, we're passing around. The... Oh yeah, big old club. <laughs> Whoa, goo! So man. that guy had no problem uh, paying a big trip charge yeah. plus uh, the fee. Yeah. yeah. Show it me. just makes I can sense. See why. Show me. Don't, just show me. Don't you? Here, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Eric. I hope, I hope you eat this chip. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. That's nice. Yeah. That's wow. unbelievable. I like that. Eric, give me some predictions, buddy. Where, how are you feeling? Sheesh. <sighs> Doug pulled off a. I'm feeling he, some he, pressure on myself now. You survived the last round. I'm going to measure that deer tonight, and no one will know what it scores until either, either you I kill, kill a deer or end a season or hang it up. Yep. What? Why? Why do you want to score it tonight? What? What does it do you any good? Because one, I will know what it measures. Because he's got to either beat that, but he can't know what it scores. So. I can't know what it scores either. Yeah. But, I'll tell but, him. So it, why couldn't you just measure him once he kills his deer? Measure them both at the same time, and then it'd be like... We could know, do that, but... Know. I don't care. But he's not going to kill one, so... He might be at Old Barn by then. <laughs> yeah, see, so we Ooh, could do that, too. We could wait could to be. measure it. Yeah, and, and do it live, and then it's going to be But we kind of like, have to measure it. You want, Right, to make the drying period more fair, you probably should measure yours freshly killed and then Eric's freshly killed. Oh, yeah, that was the main I stipulation. Yeah. Yeah. That's because we when we did the press conference, we kind of worked through the details. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't get inches knocked off. You could miss out on an inch. Yeah, I might need it. Yeah, how confident are you feeling that if Eric kills a buck that you could be in deep shit? How confident am I feeling that I'd be in deep shit? Oh, yeah, he kills one, like what are the chances of him killing one bigger? Oh, no, nah, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's about as confident as I am in finding deer that are dead yeah. within four to seven hundred yards. Love it, Eric. How you feeling, buddy? Give me a real honest closeout here on this podcast. The pressure's on now. Yeah, with the gun season coming in and everything else, but time, yeah. time is the enemy. Time is the enemy. I get, I got faith in myself though. 
I have faith in you too, Eric. Thanks, pal. It's time to buckle down, buddy. Yep. They just knuckle punched. I Fuck do, you, Doug. I do wish you luck. <laughs> Fuck you, Doug. <laughs> yeah, a couple weeks cool, to get recharged, and I'm going to come in fucking guns a blazing. <laughs> Old nine lives is going to get blazing, it. sorry. Dude, if Eric kills nine lives, it's all over. You got to eat two chips. I'm not eating two chips. And you got to break up with your girlfriend. I'm not. I'm not doing any of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you think ketchup is spicy and you hate your girlfriend. So. <laughs> Listen, a, honey. None of those are true. A bet's a bet. Yeah. None of those Sorry. Are true. <laughs> See you in a year. <laughs> I don't have to worry about it because you're going to eat the chip. So. I like it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a spicy burp. That was cocky. All right. That's what I think about Austin, you. what are you thinking? Uh, but like on the chip challenge? Just in general. I'm having a great time. Pressure's off. <laughs> Got a good buck in the truck and one more tag in the pocket. Passing up good ones now, so I'm yep. in a good spot. What do you think about the chip challenge? <sighs> Doug, you always come out on top, all right? You're you're the Iowa guy that's always shooting the Giants, so I got to root for the underdog here. Mm. I'm hoping you old nine lives. so good. <laughs> I'm, ho- I'm hoping old nine lives waltzes in front of him at 20 yards and he just blasts him. With a muzzle loader. I think Austin's more Austin's <laughs> pumped about this. He's been like following it with me for Dude, I'm I'm pumped about that deer. I want to see him laying on the ground. Yeah, he's been like my every time I get a picture of him or I get a new idea, I text Austin about it. Will you go hunt with anything else other than a bow or just bow? I'll I'll do a muzzle loader. Oh, uh, so you're gonna like does that waste your tag then to try to get a deer for this challenge or yeah. that doesn't no. qualify for the challenge. You still so. have your bow tag. Oh, oh you have a bow tag. Okay. If I so shoot, you can if, multiple if I shoot bucks. one with a gun, it won't count towards the yeah. Yeah. Well you have a big buck down. Oh, if nine line comes out with a Yeah, you dude, you gotta go hunt with a muzzleloader. A thousand percent. Okay, you look at yeah. like you gonna You go. put the bow away and just take the muzzleloader. Cool. Well oh, yeah. best of okay. luck to you, Eric. Doug. Good work. We're going to get into some details on your hunt on one of the next podcasts, but good time. Shout out to you, Kev. Thanks for doing this and jumping on and flying out. Let me know when you tell Doug's buck story, because I'll just forget we have a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, go and bang your girlfriend. Yeah. Not your wife, your girlfriend. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Oh, shit. Ooh, public. Slipped that by you, didn't he? (laughs) He hates his wife. <laughs> Gotta divorce your wife if you lose. All right. Thanks, guys. Check out Drone Deer Recovery. Appreciate you listening. Hope you enjoyed this one. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Peace. Later. Shore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at Ooh. that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.